Thank you for downloading Mob Rules. This is our very first podcast, so it's a bit rough around the edges. However, stick with us, as we have some great content, super nerdy jokes, and some bad echo in our mics. Sit back and enjoy the 40k banter. Hi, child. <laughs> Alright, so we are recording. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Just so. Like that. Hello, welcome to episode 1.5 of Mob Rules. I'm John. Hey, I'm Ted. And I'm Phil. I'm, I'm Ted. And I'm Phil. I'm, that's... Today we're going to be covering uh, Army Progress and what we've been up to hobby-wise. Uh, and also, I'm going to go again on that, and, like how I moved on there. Episode 1.5 of Mob Rules, the hobby modeling podcast that can't remember the deep strike table. You, you, there was this 1.0, but it's gone. It's gone forever. It's, yeah. It got sucked into the warp. Mm-hmm. So welcome to Mob Rules. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start us off, right? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ted. Yeah. Uh, my name is John. That's John. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Warhammer, I'm sorry, I've been losing at Warhammer <laughs> since about 95, 96, with second edition here. Started with Dark Angels, moved to Orcs, experimented a little bit of Imperial Fists, but then went back to Orcs again after, you know, I kept losing and losing. It got very demoralizing. It's the bleeding. It's I, the bleeding from the fisting. I didn't have, well, yeah, that's pretty demoralizing too. <laughs> you know, to, uh, at least now you can blame it on your army, and you can just be like, oh, oh because man. I play orcs, it's not because I suck. It's not because my dad's fist is big. It's 7th it's edition, so I'm like, man, my codex is a year old, it's out of date. Ugh, super oh. out of date. It only has regular formations as opposed to formations of formations. <laughs> <laughs> I mainly, uh, I mainly hobby. Uh, for the for the modeling, the painting, uh, the relaxing and part the of chicks. it, the, the the chicks, obviously all the chicks. all the check cereal, do um, <laughs> for the checks, the checks. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what I do. Ted, what do you do? Uh, I, I I model as well. I do lots of modeling. Um, I've been working on my figure. If you like, no. I'm gonna, it's gonna paint it red. Too much green red stuff. And, so? Red and black and too, white. Too much green stuff. Right around the middle. So I've been, yeah, I think I've been doing, kind of doing modeling and, and gaming since, I don't know, I like to say 89, but I, I think I'm kind of like lying to myself. That's, that's uh, some dissonance there. Um, but yeah, I think like since I was a little kid, puffing paint and glue since then, um, the, it's come a long way. It's from testers and, and epoxy, two part epoxy to blue and water-based stuff, so doing orcs and some other things. Doesn't quite give you the same height that a good two-part does, does it? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> but I do remember at one point, like, I, I remember having, like, this old, like, a, I think they call them, like, a two-story orc dreadnought. Like, you have the different levels, and, like, you have, like, you put little washers in to, like, make it taller. It was washers, those little rings. But it was, yeah, the larger one. I still have it. And I put it together with, like, two-part epoxy, and, like, any, like, upset, like, uh, precubescent like almost middle schooler. You would jizz like, on it? Oh, dude, all the time. <laughs> but I remember taking that thing and like throwing it at my wall because, you know, that's what you do when you're in like, middle school. And you throw it against the wall and like nothing broke off of it. It was amazing. So I kept throwing it and throwing it and putting holes in the wall and letting my parents fix it. Fair enough. You walk away and say, I didn't do it. Cool. 
All right, uh, I'm. My name's Phil. Uh, I've probably been at this less time than these other folks. Uh, I first tried to pick up Warhammer Forty Thousand back in the '90s. Uh, picked it up, decided to try to do it. Couldn't get any friends to do it, and really painted uh, really awful, awful stop figures. It. Couldn't get any friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, that too. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't get anyone to play with me, so I just had. Which that is, did sound that sound did sound wrong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So this is the, this is the part where so we're gonna we're gonna dance. we're gonna start the, the the slow quiet violin yeah. music. It's like yeah, it's so this is a sad tale. Uh, so I kind of, they kind of just ended up in a box down in my in my folks' basement. Um, moved up here to Alaska, met Ted at work, and Ted said, "You look like a nerd." And, oh, by uh, the way, we're supposed to use nicknames. You can't use my real name. So continue on, but call me. All right. So That's not the, the, Ted, the Ted. Not Ted. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> But, uh, so I didn't, you know, so he said, you look like a nerd. Have you ever heard of something yeah, called Warhammer? Yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah, see, you look like my type of nerd. Have you ever heard of something called 40, uh, Warhammer 40,000? I was like, oh man, I have heard about it, but I don't know. It's kind of expensive to get into. I, you know, I used to do it back in the 90s, but I don't think I want to get into it. Not many chicks. Yeah, so, you know, now I, you know, I live a life and don't want to spend <laughs> all my money on plastic guys. So... Ted goes, all right, well, why don't you just come over, play a game? So I went over, played a game, and, like, the next day I picked up the Dark Vengeance set, and now I, make, now I have a Dark Angels army. So, uh... Several Dark so, Vengeance sets later. Yeah, Dark Vengeance sets <laughs> and lots of other things. I'm now, you know, neck deep in, in Warhammer 40,000 stuff. <laughs> so I've only really been at it this round for a little over a year now. Yeah, a little over a year, so... Uh, yeah, so I, I have my my Dark Angels army. That's the only thing I have. I have a bunch of unassembled Tyranids in you know at my house, but I don't know. They'll, they'll eventually become something. I've got like once you get a bigger apartment. Yeah, exactly. I think I've got like forty two Gene Stealers or something like that, which is like the least useful unit now the from the from the Tyranids. But don't let that stop you. You <laughs> that's not gonna stop Dark me. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I played Dark Angels, so obviously I'm not in this to win. He's but, attracted to pyrovores and gene stealers. Yeah, exactly. Gene stealers and pyrovores. That's all my army's going to consist of. Uh, so I don't know. I heard rumors that there's supposed to be maybe a gene stealer cult book, like in the far, far future. But that yeah, also, that's I think it's. I was going to. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way it's going to come. So uh, who knows? That, that would be nice because then maybe they could, you know. I don't know. Zygote sounds like an erection pill or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> you have something attached to your yeah. erection. <laughs> <laughs> it's filled with gene stealer. Oh, man. <laughs> gene giver. Oh, man. The nice thing is you don't have to worry about any illegitimate kids. That's true. <laughs> they will be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to be talking today about uh, basing basics, about how to... Uh, Increase the, the visual appeal of your army through bases and different techniques to base it from the simple to the, the more advanced. Uh, also, after that, we're going to be talking a little bit about space marines and kind of that special magical formula to make a space marine. So, uh, that's four Sh bases. Sugar so and spice and everything nice. You had four bases. Can, can you work that? Come work. Redo that section. Drop Come the on. base. Drop the base. Drop the base. <laughs> Sorry, I had so oh, basic, 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 basic. Peter Piper pecked the right. basic. Basic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Yeah. So yeah. You're really worried about Basic ba basic basing from basic people. <laughs> basic, basic basing by 
basing bases. Basic basing by basic bases. Yeah, I'm not following that anymore. <laughs> I think he called. It, I think he called his bases. Bases. All, all his bases are belong to us. I think that's British for stupid, right? <laughs> it might be something for stupid. Oh no, no! You just called us stupid. I called you stupid. You basic did. basing uh, bases. Oh snap! <laughs> oh, worst slap ever, ever. <laughs> all right, nerd. We're, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I guess back. Come on. Oh. Coming back, coming back. <laughs> you can do it though. Come on, comment star Jonathan. Get us back on track. Okay, that's it. I think that uh, we're good. Oh, for that's, that. it. That's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, have that's a good it. day. Uh, it was nice to talk to you, folks. Uh, By the way, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> Twelve thousand years ago, man discovered mammal boob, and ever since then, we have been sucking mammal milk. Now, in a new, seductive, udder-shaped plastic jug, milk can be brought with you wherever your travels lead you. Whether the boardroom, the dinner table, or the mountaintop, you can guzzle as much of that yummy, white, sebaceous cream your heart desires. Milk has wonderful attributes, like colostrum, a chemical found in the mother's milk immediately after she gives birth to her young calf. Now you could take advantage of the disease-curing effects of colostrum in your body. Treat your mouth to the wonderful mother's nectar of milk. Take it with you on your next adventure. So, milk, etc., etc. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. It's been so long. Yeah. How have you been? What have you been up to? Well, my bones feel healthier since all that refreshing milk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Product placement, ladies and gentlemen. Product placement. And that's the This product of... placement can be yours. Yeah. yeah. There's no low of... price of $25 in Cheetos. Professional product placement you can come to expect. From professional speakers of words. <laughs> such, as, <laughs> such as we. Professional <laughs> word guy. Yeah. All right, guys. We really don't become professional until you pay us. So. No, yeah. <laughs> Up until then, we're obvious. Just dick jokes continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they'll continue after as well. So, <laughs> hobby, hobby stuff. What we've been up to, guys? This this wonderful hobby of ours is so time consuming, but so very fun, and lots and lots of progress has been made by Ted here, who oh. certainly certainly hasn't been out of state for a long time. <laughs> so I was out of state for a long time. <laughs> And then I was working on an art show. But in between working on an art show, I was painting a whole bunch of Imperial Knights. And uh, it was really uh, weird, like, having already told you guys about this, had my sister not showed up, and, like, we would have got this out already. But now, <laughs> I'm telling you again, so we have to pretend that, like, we're interested. They, they didn't know that you told us about yeah. it. No, but I know! It's yeah, but my brain! That's part, that's part, with great responsibility comes great, great editing. Great editing. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been working on these knights. I got four of them done. I'm considering taking them to the the Battle Brothers tournament in uh, August. August, uh, yes. Yeah, along with some Iron Hands um, as backup. Uh, otherwise, it might be. So yeah, we're, pl we're playing that um, the Red Walk uh, campaign. I think we were. So you're uh, playing narrative campaign as well at the moment, right? We were. Yeah, we got both of those. Um, we got to talk about that at some point. But um, yeah, so we're doing the Red Walk, and um, I think I was telling you guys about how. Like, yeah, we're on the third, we're about to go into the fourth game, we've done three so far, and I've only had, like, one model consistently make it through each one, and, you know, because we have to, like, take that model, like, whatever survives, we have to take it into the next game. It must be the most powerful model in our codex, right? <laughs> Naturally. Or, uh, or the most highly avoided, because <laughs> it's a point sink. 
I mean, I love the Morganaut, but 300 points, like, it's a lot of points. Um, so it's the Morganaut that you've been... Yeah, my Morganaut's the one that, like, goes, keeps keeps running. Um, I think, my, yeah, my buddy Kurt, like, he had Strachan, and now he's he recently brought on, I think the previous game, he brought on a Knight, which didn't die, so he had to bring that into the next game, and he'll continue carrying that on, so... Thankfully, that one is a really decent model. The Morganaut's not too bad, but it's just... Do you think that, that Kurt's just playing some kind of joke on you by continually not blowing up the Morganaut? <laughs> therefore, forcing you to take that 300 points and... Eh, I, I, think, I think so. <laughs> I really think so. So I think that's last I mean, time. You know, it was the third one, and we had to play, like... I had to use a Stompa, a uh, Gruck Face Ripper, and then the Morganaut. And I think, like, right there, it was, like, over 1,000 points. So it's, like, over... <laughs> right there is about 1,200 points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my lordy pants. So, <laughs> it was okay. It was, a, it was a fun game. But, yeah, Lancer. Lancer? Night Lancer? So, uh, okay, I guess, like, the, the moral of that story was um, I had to take the Morganaut. Like, I feel now morally uh, or, or empowered to take the Morganaut and paint it. Okay. Because I think, like, once I get it, like, put together, looking really nice, it'll die. Yeah, that's what it'll do. <laughs> so. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> just run it straight up the table. And just keep running. Don't shoot it. And just run it until he has to kill it. <laughs> or just, or just run game. it right off the other end of the table. This last game, like, I think I rolled, it was, like, the fourth turn when it finally obligatorily showed up and out of my reserves. Like, nice. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to outflake on the wrong side, you bastard! <laughs> It has some good range on a couple of its guns, but it works. It. So it's <laughs> I built the Gorkanov version oh, yeah. of it just because that machine gun is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I played it twice. The first time, it got one-shotted by a last cannon. Mm. And then the second time, <laughs> that, was on, that was on turn one. And then the second time... Yeah, you think Land Raiders are a lot of points in the basket. <laughs> the second time, it got one-shotted by a Melty Gun. Jeez. So it's been living on my shelf. <laughs> Gosh. So the Morganaut's the way to go, apparently. <laughs> you don't want it one-shotted. Even, even went hand-to-hand with a knight. The knight was like, you hit it twice and just miffed every time it did anything. And then I think I brought it down to like one wound or a whole point before. You're like, alright, let's call the game. I gotta go somewhere that's not you. <laughs> Fair enough. The best, the best quitting speech ever. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drop the dice. Drop the dice. <laughs> like a microphone. I gotta do that now. Or drop the Doritos. Exactly. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. But it's your house. Yeah. Oh, my patience with you just rolled double ones. So <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> There's a line of terrible greeting cards here. Yeah. Like, your heart <laughs> makes me leadership 10. <laughs> <laughs> I see a whole bunch of downloadable content on I see a whole Trademark Bob Rose Mini. Copyright 2015. <laughs> Phil, what, yes. what have you been up to? Alright, so uh, I do Dark Angels and uh, in the, in the, all night long. The, and the, uh, you know, the, e- the emo marines have uh, come out with a new codex and it doesn't suck. And that makes me very right. excited. Girl, please. Makes me very happy, and it makes me have to paint a whole bunch of things that I didn't think I would have to paint like before. What? Because all of a sudden now you can't just run all Deathwing. So all oh. of those Deathwing that I had, 
they're they can't just run by themselves I'm because pretty the, sure before you couldn't just run all Deathwing yeah. because it was awful. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't tell Phil that. Yeah, let me let, let, let's remember. I am a Dark Angels player, so winning was never my objective. You you but, did beat me with your all Deathwing. Yeah, it's say. it's yeah. fun to run like a, like a thousand Terminators because it's cool. Like in the grim dark future. What do you think about? I don't know, maybe I'm just going to drop out some Miltiguns in the dim dark future? No, you think about, like, dudes in hulking, like, super armor, just, like, trudging along into the future, like, punching things in the face with power fists. That's what the grim dark future's about, not like, oh, maybe I can outflank with this thing that then gets back up on a four-plus roll of reanimation. No, that's not what happens. That's not the grim dark future. The grim dark future is awesome power armor, like... Trudging up. Do you, do you ever like accidentally mistaken like your antidepressants as dice? <laughs> <laughs> See, apparently, <laughs> I, I have to say I love your Marvin the Martian, <laughs> and I now imagine a tech priest on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly what the Skitari sound like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now I have to rethink a whole lot of things, and you know, if you want to make anything that's. You know, the, the new codex doesn't suck. It's really good. I think I have now a chance to compete against all the other stuff. Not necessarily win, <laughs> but probably not get tabled turn two like I usually would. Um, so you can use demi companies now, right? Or yeah, they've got. Well, it's kind of like a demi company. Well, they do have like the demi. Demi something? I can't remember the name yeah. of it. It's like a demi company. Demi-more. They've got. Exactly, demi yeah. more. But they've got their own thing where it's like three. It's either a chapter master or a chaplain as your HQ, then you have to have three uh, three tactical squads, and you have to have an assault squad and a dev squad, and then you can add in uh, a dreadnought if you want. Mm-hmm. So that's the requirements of the Demi Company. Um, and then to make upgrade it to the Lion's Blade, which is kind of like the Decurion-style detachment thing, you have to add in one of the like the, the other formations that they have that, that to make it something different. But it's pretty cool because then you get full ballistic skill Overwatch for the the Lion's Blade thing, which is pretty awesome. When someone decides they want to charge your your squad of four uh, Grav Cannon Dev Squad, and they're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to charge those." Oh. And it's like, "Oh, now I'm firing my my Grav Cannons at full uh, ballistic oh. skill as you're charging in. Have fun with this." Gross. So yeah, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. Which makes me happy because nothing I ever had was gross <laughs> on the Dark Angel. So now I've got actual things that can be gross. Um, but yeah, now it means that I have to paint like a whole bunch of other things. Like I've painted some scouts to add. That's as, terrible. As I think like, you shouldn't troops. have to do that. I know like, I shouldn't you, have you to have paint. Rights as I have, I have, I have a right. Yeah. So what I'm just going to do is just I'm going to run only the the Deathwing the Deathwing squadron as as my you know the De- Deathwing strike force as my only choice and have them have to start in uh, deep strike reserve and don't come in until turn two. So I'll just lose. Yeah, turn one. That'll, that'll show them. Yeah. You take. You. Sh- I'll show you what I can't do. Take this. Oh, well, sir, you lost the first round because you weren't on the table. It's well, a quiet tech marine. Yeah, sh- sh- shut up. Your your face lost turned round when your your bomb face. Um, I'm gonna go home. Bye. <laughs> this is a fascinating glimpse into Phil's tabletop demeanor. Yeah, it's true. I yell at people. And I'm just kidding, because I'm, I'm going to put a webcam so. on this, so <laughs> And just show just everyone. Like, yeah. God, he just told that model that he was painting. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it's just I sit there talking to myself as I paint my models. No, no, too much you, Tegarius, you, you, 
I, I hate you and your face. Misses the eyeball. Sure. He's like, why did you move? Yeah. Oh, it's your fault. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I've been painting a bunch of things. Uh, now I've got a bunch of librarians I'm going to have to paint up. Um, one thing I'm a little miffed about uh, is the Tell new... Tell let your hate out. Boy. This is what Let I hate. Uh, <laughs> to run the Raven Wing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let your hate out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh, the, so to, to run the Raven Wing detachment, you need. I'm sure everyone's heard about this at this point because this isn't new news. But you, you have to have. Everything needs to have the reword Montana, so that'll let you know. Yeah. You have Montana's with the one week delayed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So Dark Angels are. Are space marines? Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of that war machine. Yeah, game, that right? war machine game. Just kidding. We don't play that. <laughs> um, but no, it's to run the Ravenwing formation. Everything has to have Ravenwing, and you're allowed one to three HQs. But the only HQ with the Ravenwing uh, special rule is Samuel. So that's it. You just that's your only choice. Uh, but they say you have two other slots for HQs, but you can't run. Any of the you can't run like a librarian on a bike, which you would think because it seems like they're in the Raven Wing, but no, apparently they're not in the Raven Wing because they don't have the Raven Wing special rule. So they didn't have anything in there where it's like if they take a bike, they become Raven Wing, which would be nice. So if you like, uh, we have Photoshop, exactly, <laughs> just Photoshop and a high quality printer, and suddenly I have a new codex that no one else has. This is my HP yeah, server. Exactly, I FAQ'd it myself. What are you going to do about it? Tax oh, squad has oh, great tech yeah. with instant death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How many exactly. times have you heard "Make it your own game"? Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, forge that yeah I'm, I'm forging the narrative with all of my bolters count as last cannons. Forging the <laughs> <laughs> literally forging the narrative. Literally forging the narrative. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been painting a bunch. I painted a bunch of uh, scouts so that I have some troop choices to run with some CAD because now I have full like uh, ballistic skill for um, scouts, which is nice. Ballistic skill for scouts with sniper rifles is pretty, pretty boss. Um, then I've painted a bunch of a uh, bunch of assault assault marine like sergeant guys because I realized I didn't have any sergeant. I, the only sergeant uh, assault marine guy I had was a power fist, and I didn't feel like paying twenty five points each time to bring assault guys that were really just attacks on my getting the lion's blade thing. Otherwise, they were just gonna die. So I painted a bunch of the guys, which they look cool, but I mean, you know, they're they're assault marines. They're not gonna do much for me. <laughs> So, um, so I painted a bunch of those, and now I'm going to start trying to paint a bunch more um, Ravenwing stuff, so that because they're pretty, pretty, pretty badass in the new codex. So that's what I've been working on is just trying to paint a lot of the stuff that I had before I go out and buy a bunch of the stuff that I want now. <laughs> so, so, so what would you pick up? Um, what would I pick up? Probably some more Ravenwing stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So better than yeah, better than twelve years ago. Far less illegal. Um, <laughs> I think I want some more bikers. I don't have enough bikers to really, you know, abuse that. Um, I need some more uh, tack bikes, and I want some. I think I want some more of the Ravenwing Black Knights. They're pretty. They're pretty awesome. So we'll just have to see see how it goes. And I'm eventually probably gonna, you know, suck it up and buy the Samuel model, even though it's you know like fifty you, bucks you can for the one guy. Else and it's, it's okay. Yeah, just Steve. Just, I was going yes. to Jeff, but Steve is great. <laughs> Yeah, this, these are my three HQs. I got Samuel on a jet bike. I've got Steve on a jet bike, and I've got Jeff on a jet bike. <laughs> they all look the same. Shut up. Like, they they're different. They all have Ravenwing special rule, and 
Shut up. You would have brought Rob, but he's on your mom. Yo, burn. <laughs> That's not very nice. How did she get to Mars? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been working on so far. Sweet. Yeah. How about you, Commissar Jonathan? So mean yet accurate. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on my orcs. I got a gargantuan squigath. Uh, I was working on it. Accidentally, right? Accidentally. <laughs> Completely accidentally. Hit that at Takarth and sold and then hit the several confirms on PayPal. Accidentally. Uh, accidentally. Accidentally. In, in all honesty, I was waiting for it to translate from the, the great British pound to dollars. And did not. <laughs> Um, so that kind of, I was floundering a little bit, I was, I was really finding a hard time finding any motivation to paint my Imperial Fists, because I got to the point where I would Because go, yellow sucks to paint? Holy. I, I got a pretty good method to get it down, they don't look terrible, but it was like, it's like a four or five stage airbrush, so I would just sit there and do like 30 guys and like airbrush, 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 Ugh. airbrush, Ugh. airbrush, wait, airbrush, airbrush, and it was, I was bored. That's was the beauty no, of green. Green goes on very easily. Yes. But I was bored of just the... the so what were, you, what were the stages of the airbrush? So the first one is I would uh, highlight, I would uh, base coat it white, mm -hmm. then I would do a coat of Aberlin Sunset, and then I would use a, uh, a three to two mix of, or sorry, a four to one mix of lemon medium and uh, wild red or red, and I would put that over the top there, and I just kind of, it turned it kind of day glow orange. Um, after that... So you were tra Traffico Marines? Yeah, Traffico Marines. <laughs> okay. After that, it's another coat of Aberlin Sunset, but just like a real light coat, so some of the orange is kind of coming through, and it really helps kind of show off the, the, the recesses and the creases and stuff, and the, the armor. After that, it's just a real light... Um, I always get the Elder Dude's name wrong. Is it Ural, or Uriel? Uriel Yellow uh, on top of that. Uh, and then just, I would take, I've, I've fallen in love with uh, dry paints. They're like my new favorite cheat mm -hmm. mode. Uh, so I would take the white dry paint and do like a real light dry brush over the top of the entire marine. And I kind of just those are for it, the dry paints? Is yeah. for dry brush? Oh, yeah, okay. they're, they're for, for dry brushing and things like that. And it just gives it just a real nice, it softens it so it's not quite so harsh yellow. Oh, um, okay. Then after that you go back and you, you go in the recesses with a little, um, uh, brown in the recesses oh, and okay. it's it's good to go problem being is it just it wasn't nine of, hours per single marine <laughs> no, sounds, was, are, you, are you doing it with squads or like i was doing them in squads okay. so yeah it wasn't taking huge amounts of time it was just tedious <laughs> and it was yeah. just there's no like i came up through i mean I, i've done my dark angels now i've done my time there and i i, I moved on i did orcs and just yeah. the the things I have made in the name of Gork and or Mork are just <laughs> amazing. Oh, yeah. So I just, I ordered this Quiggeth because I just, I wanted a, a challenge and something new and it's, it inspired me to do just like a whole list of, of snake bites and are around that kind of feral orc. So then I went Ooh. out and I ordered a bunch of boar boys from Warhammer Fantasy. Far uh, less accidentally. For forever, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, far less accidentally that time. <laughs> And then I, I made a bunch of plastic card machine guns and chained them to the boars. And uh, then I got a bunch of savage orcs and, and cut off the top of their spears and added rocket tips. Now I have tank busters. And the, the on nice the boars? Or, oh, no, oh, the, okay. on the savage orcs. Okay. On the, the boars, they just, I just did uh, hand swaps. So I would cut off shoot hands, so they're all holding shooters and stuff oh, okay. up in the air. And there's one of them that has the big chopper from the bite kit. Um, 
but they turned out really nice. I've learned last night I have no idea how to paint a boar because it just looks <laughs> like uh, a boar cross with a human because it has a human skin face and brown fur and it's just like kill me. <laughs> like, so oh. going to be redoing that, but <laughs> washes, just washes, just washes. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna tap you for those later. Um, <laughs> But it, they turned out really nice. I'm really happy with how they looked. Uh, so I got everything assembled, base coated. The, the tangbusters, I think, turned out really nice. They have a lot of character to them, which is kind of what I'm looking for. If I had more time, I have to get this army ready by the end of August. I would convert um, a boar-drawn truck instead of just a regular truck. Oh, that would be uh, cool. Uh, so eventually I'll be doing that. But well, just, what about the... What about the uh, um they have that, that big, almost like a boar thing for uh, ogre, or the ogre, fantasy ogre. I haven't seen that. We have to check that out. But yeah. there, I, I mean, I, I don't know. There, there'll be something, but yeah, so. so um, and then I decided I'm going to run about three shock attack gun army lists. So I got oh. some of the new, uh, I got two of the new shot plastic shark bag gun kits, which is just a fantastic kit. I just can't speak enough good things about it. It's which one was that? The shock attack gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I assembled the old, uh, the metal one back in second edition, where it's, you mm -hmm. know, shoulder mounted. And then I, I, still uh, use that guy. <laughs> I assembled the, the fine cast one, which was just making everything line up was just a huge pain for me. This one is just, oh, I mean, the quality of kits we're doing now is just fantastic. Um, that's about all I've done. I made bases. I, God. Yeah. And bases. God. And bases. All your bases. All my bases. All your bases are belonging to me. And I have this little plastic tote full of primed miniatures that I have to paint in the next two months. And it's a very holy depressing hell. <laughs> Yeah, holy I was like, oh, well, I only have 30 boys. I'm doing the toys before boys rule this time. Toys before boys? Toys before boys. Nice. So I picked all of the toys I wanted to take, like my gargantuan squiggith and all these tank busters and the, the war boys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to have actual troops. So then <laughs> yeah, throw some stuff in there. That's really all I've been up to. <laughs> all. You've been up to. God, what a slacker. Uh, you just created an entire, like, I also, level of modeling for your orc army. What a slacker. I also, uh, I, Forge World is sending me a replacement howda for my squigga. Because what? the, uh, along the, where the, the sides join, yeah. uh, it's see-through. Because it's really thin oh. resin where the mold is. So I sent them a picture and I realized I didn't want to freeze I'm like, hey, how do I fix this? And they're like, oh, I'll send you a new one. Because I don't hack by doing that, I would send you the other parts of the outer that are. <laughs> but now I feel super guilty about it. So my by the way, the whole squiggish is that way. Yeah. <laughs> I can see through my entire squiggish. So <laughs> I think yeah, what one's messed up too. What so I'm going to do now is I'm going to try and find a rescue imperial knight on eBay who's you know, gently loved. Uh, cut off the top dome section. Uh, you just, mean you mean pro painted? Pro painted. <laughs> yeah, pro painted. Uh, cut off the top dome section and then just. Dumped the howdah on top of it because when I when I was like found out I was getting another one, I took my imperial knight and then I just kind of put the howdah on top of it. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Counts so, as counts as Gorgonon. Uh, it's an imperial cool. knight. Actually, when you put the howdah on top, it's the size of a stompa. So it counts as stompa. That would be kind of a cool, you know, like counts as stompa, but just like a you know a reclaimed uh, imperial knight that the orcs got. And yes. Yeah. There would have to be a cop gun, though. I'm feeling Always. Just a, a hundred repeating barrel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just, this would be the pose. Yeah. Cock gun. They may, they may not understand your, the, your the crazy foreign radio, accent. It sounded like you were just talking about they were going to, like, seal 
like the Seal. seams of uh, they would just go around Nobody sealing the seams of all of the. Uh, <laughs> so they had a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. It's not not a cock gun, a cock gun. Cock. Crazy, crazy foreigners in your accents. Oh, how dare I? My, my God, my never there accent. Never there, dirty, dirty accent. All right, so challenge spot, Phil. Oh. Yes. Uh, this is part of the show where we like to make a promise about what we're going to get accomplished by our next recording. Uh, horrible, disruptive challenges have, or punishments, I guess, not challenges, happen when those aren't done. So, Phil, what monumental task are you going to commit yourself to be able to do in the next period of time? I commit to doing assembling and painting, wait for it, an attack bike. What? I know. What? what? I was not Shut aware. the front door. Yeah. yeah. Not aware there was a Land Raider variant called in the <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> Counts as Land Raider. It's the super heavy attack bike. Yeah, super heavy <laughs> attack bike. It's about 40 pounds. <laughs> Cast of Speaking, gold yeah. and lead. Exactly. And the and children. That yeah. is a super nice kit, though. It I, is. I it's a lot of fun. Back in the day, I remember when that came out, and I oh, it looks good. Yeah, and now with the new Dark Angels Codex, I can take attack bike squadrons, which is just one to three attack bikes, which nice. is pretty pretty awesome. So that's why I, want, I need some more of those. So I will be, I have I have the kit, so I just got to build it and paint it. So that's my commitment for the month. Ted, art shows and trips oh, down south look oh, standing. Wow. Well, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I have another art show in September, so I promised to. Okay, um, I think what I'm, I'm gonna try. To all, all I hear is excuses. Yeah, is that is that? <laughs> I smell excuses. I smell pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. I just smelled I excuses. <laughs> she just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to train you. <laughs> More dick, less blood. <laughs> So I, figure, I figure you've got that covered, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, I can class up this joint. <laughs> um, so I have, yeah, one night painted. I want to have, oh man, I want to have two, two more nights done, and uh, be on the way to a third one. So I'm, I'm thinking, and then after that, ah, oh, so I got like an old like. What? Your, your commitment is two nights and my commitment is an attack bike? Fair enough. Are you just trying to make me look bad? Is that what you were like? You're like, oh, you're going to do an attack bike. Uh, I'm going to do an entire army of, uh, of nights the, before the, the, the next time. The difference is, is that you have a fiancé who you're trying to, I imagine, like, keep happy. I have a family who I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> And to be fair, it's only one and a half nights. <laughs> okay, okay. No, you said you... Oh, you they're, they're not started from scratch. Like, no, you have one done, and you want to paint two more yeah. and be on the way to another one, right? Right, so I guess it's two and a half. Yeah, sorry. so it's two and, and a half nights. Way, so I don't know how you count what? Two and a half nights? I don't know. Whatever. God. He's so, yelling out from his little painting room, yeah. Go away, I'm creating! Exactly. <laughs> Why don't you just commit to one night, and then if you do two and a half, you can brag about it. But, like, commitment-wise, you know... we got to put the pressure on. I, like, I, I can't just, like, give you, like, an easy throwaway. Because, like, I, I want to see... Yes, you can. I did. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shit we'll give you if you don't follow through... That's what I'm saying. Like, you know? The amount of shit I'll get? It's understandable. That's two and a half nights. You, that's just an attack bike. Yeah. <laughs> we might sodomize you. That means that's <laughs> not what way. I signed up for. Way. There's I, nothing for As long as we're sponsored by Jurex. <laughs> <laughs> for safety. 
Oh man. <laughs> It'd be biblical, not even weird stuff. No. <laughs> I did not sign up for that. Anyway. Jonathan, yeah. yours? Mine's gonna be super simple. He's uh, been upping super, the ante. We went from boring. attack bike to two and a half tight nights. <laughs> what are you what are you gonna throw down? Uh, I have uh, ten shooter boys. Uh, I have uh, the army I'm using. I primarily have always used uh, uh, Slugger Boys mm-hmm. because, like, for me, the, it's an extra attack as opposed to an extra shot of Ballistic School 5. I just never saw the point of paying extra for it. But now that I'm using a formation that lets me outflank them into the, the rear end of the, the, the enemy, uh, having a, a unit that can fire 60 shots willy nilly is, is. Yeah, fantastic. that's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. So. I only have I have a hundred and eighty slugger boys. I have a uh, twenty shooter boys. Oh, so, <laughs> all right. Uh, last night I assembled the last uh, ten boys I have, so I just need to get those guys painted, and then that's uh, my basic troops. So, will that be your sixty? Or no? I mean, how many are you doing? Thirty. 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 Okay. So you you have thirty put together now? Ready to go? Everything's put together. Wow. Undercoated. Ready to go in a box. Any big shooters on the squad, or just like straight up? Just straight up shooters. The whole idea is because I'm going to have a gargantuan squigith kind of jumping up the center of the table with a four up and vulnerable, and no one's going to pay attention to thirty boys, which is a terrible idea. Because uh, sixty shots, boys, yeah. yeah, sixty shots, and then charging in with uh, ninety attacks if they charge in at full strength. Sixty just, shots. They're going to hit like what uh, four times. So, I mean, then you're going to be wounding, you'll wound about twice, you'll have to make two, three plus saves. I'm super excited about playing your knight army and your your orc army with 30 boys coming up my my flank side. To be fair, my my first draft without the Gargantuan Squigget that was 110 boys. Oh, well. With uh, Feel No Pain. And and hopefully Hammerhand, because I'm rolling that Santic Santic Demonology now. Fair enough. Yeah, weird boy with Santa. So yeah, great idea. Uh, I'm gonna be doing ten points. Well, the nice thing, and now the scummy thing, this is the competitive player in me here, a little tactic. Yeah, well, I mean, as an orc player, you're obviously super competitive. (laughs) Super competitive. (laughs) I'm putting my weird boy in my gargantuan squigget, and because uh, cleansing flame is a witch fire power, um, every unit within top, right? Yeah, and he's open topped. Every unit within nine inches of the squigget gets, I think, two six hits. Oh, yeah, this two d six. Yeah, the Grey Knights have, have yeah, been you, to you, me you many, 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 many times. So that area of threat is Ugh. just disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Ugh. Okay, so Phil, Yes, we have your attack bite. Yes, I hope that you know you're able to undercoat that black. You know, give that some gray highlights. Maybe paint some metal. Uh, on there. No, I don't undercoat it black. I undercoat it green with Krylon <laughs> primer plus paint, oh, wow. and then just do a nice little. Brush so of the other. You're not even letting your attack bike be a raven wing attack bike. Well, so, no, my ra- well, I'm sorry, my raven wing, oh. my raven wing are actually green bikes because I thought the idea of black bikes was boring as hell. Dude, so racist. I was like, yeah, racist. Um, but no, I thought green bikes look cooler. They look cooler, and I and what I've done is my regular raven wing bikers have green power armor, but my black knights have black power armor on their green bikes. It's kind of a cool little, you know, uh-huh. little bit of a change. Uh-huh. I, I think really, so. like, if you were a, a 1940s, like, radio host, your name would be Skip Steps. Skip Steps. just <laughs> 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 Skip Steps from the street. Uh, yeah, it's super easy. <laughs> well, that's Which like, is why when I heard, you know, when I heard Jonathan's story of, like, 97 different <laughs> coats of yellow to get the right color, I'm like, uh, how about I use Krylon? Yellow is a bitch Cry- Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That sounds awful. So I'm like, I'm going to go prime these with primer plus paint, Krylon primer plus paint, with a green color to it, 
and then do one layer of green, and suddenly I've got my power armor taken care of. I have. Uh, it's beautiful and lovely, of... and they look good. They look good. You guys have seen my army. They yeah, look decent. They look good. I have a you bunch know? of And it didn't take me nine hours to paint each guy. <laughs> With your yellow. I have a bunch of unpainted marines who might end up not Imperial Fists. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, a very good a call. small allied detachment of Imperial Fists. There we go. Uh, so you're going to get your attack back done in yes. your wonderful custom Dark Angels colors. Yes. You're going to just be Ted and just do two and a half nights. Embarrass all of us. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get my last boys done for my you know hugely fluffy 1850 orc army with 30 boys. Yeah. Sounds All right, good. we're going to call that good. We're going to call it a second brick spot for milk. This space could be yours for the low, low price of, I don't know, our dignity. Or really, like to be honest, any story. any kind of, you know, fake cheesy snack that you wish to send us would be fine. Yeah. So Cheetos, Doritos. Craft made. As long as it's not like the store brand, brand stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. The store brand, like nacho. No, no, brand oh. name only. Yeah. What, what do you think we are? Is that cheap? We only go for... We're, top, you know, top, top, shelf. top brand name fake cheese flavored snacks only. All the best. Guys. Only the best. <laughs> we don't put any kind of store brand garbage into our bodies. These temples to the world. <laughs> and it's top notch advertising like that that brings you brick spots like this. Man, my old lady is so moody right now. I hate that time of the month. Not me. I buy generic tampons. They clean up all that gross lady stuff and she's happy because we've saved money. Wow, generic tampons. I'll have to give those a try. Damn, I can't believe I lost another game. All of my dice are rolling once. Quit the whining, man. You should change your cotton. Another rending hit. Thanks, generic brand tampons. Generic brand tampons, not just for ladies. For a limited time, send in six applicator sticks for a free dice bag. And welcome back. So we're going to move on to our pro tips brought to you by eBay. The home of the pro-painted model. The pro-painted model. eBay. eBay is just a fantastic service. No, until they, until they pay us, we're not going to take oh, anything okay, about no. them. eBay's Come on. Oh, okay. What do you think we do? Just give things up for eBay's free? a piece of shit. <laughs> Unless they want to pay us, in which case it's wonderful. But until then, it's a piece but of shit. But until then! <laughs> Guys, anyway. so, so. so eBay, you bought stuff on eBay. What, what does it tell us about it? Well, we're going to, where this is just pro tips, brought to you by eBay. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually buy anything. Well, no, that's not true. I so we don't it. have any pro tips for you until eBay pays. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we don't have any content yeah. for you. They're they're holding your pro tips hostage. I did now penis jokes. <laughs> I did buy one of the uh, spell crow orc doctors on eBay. Oh, because there's and the, so he looks pretty neat. But the sole reason I got him is because he's in kind of like the old school like second third edition style like leg spread pose like that. Nice. So I was just like, I could just take a Dremel in between his legs and make him fit on a board pretty oh, easily. Nice. nice. Rather than trying, because like, I have a pain boy. I thought you were going to give him a belly gun. That too. <laughs> I, had a, I have a pain boy on a bike that I converted off of the new pain boy kit. And he was just such a massive pain in the ass because I had to green stuff like robes and syringes and little things like that to kind of make him look like he's supposed to be there. Yeah. So the idea of just dremeling his junk away and just popping <laughs> him on a, a board is, yeah, feels pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but today, anyway, our pro tips brought to you by no one. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about bases. Uh, Basic your, bases. It, Phil, in your most... <laughs> I think that was a shut up, Phil. Sorry. In your most... No, because here's what we're going to do, guys. Is we're going to oh. do... How do you with do your most Phil? alliteration possible, what are we doing, Phil? Uh, we're going to be basing basic bases 
wild. Uh, eh. Ah, they're actually not Damn it, wild. <laughs> Non-basic bases. Basic. Ted, Ted, what are we doing today? Uh, bringing you the basics on bases, bringing your basics, you basic like bases to the... Yeah, you just said bringing a thousand times. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> bringing, 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 bringing bases. <laughs> Brick. <laughs> Brick. I don't know. What about you? Go, Jonathan. Uh, Burp, fail. Come on. That was awful. Dead air. Yeah, dead air is not dead good for is, the internet. That is the worst. We're bringing basic bastards... Out. Bringing basic bastards' bases by bottling bullshit. You Damn. Say bases okay, like fine. I, know, see, I guess true. Jonathan, right. good. Yeah, fair. Jonathan I, wins. I get the no he didn't prize. even use. He didn't even say. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Did he, he say, say bases? He didn't even say bringing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Jonathan see? wins. That's why you were asking us to do it, because you were cheating. You had that lined up the whole time. The whole time. Man, I feel uh, cheated. I bet there's some sort of Google app that lets you do that. Like, Alliterate the sentence. Words. Yeah. <laughs> so, bases. Bases. Uh, the reason I want to talk about this today is because we have a lot of people, and I see a lot of models that are just fantastically painted, beautifully done, and then either the base just isn't painted at all, and it's just a little black disc with some paint flex on it, or it's just super basic. Um, I personally feel that it really brings down the overall appeal of the model, uh, having either it just the, the basic just flat paint or just no painted at all. Uh, it's a real simple mm -hmm. thing to do, and I just I, I'm not sure why more people. What about the football get. field approach? Just the flat base with block on it. This looks like a nicely. I mean, it's that, that, that looks at least a little bit better, yeah. you know. <laughs> My first so when when I first started uh, modeling, I, I would just uh, goblin green. Painted the bases yep. purple and green. That's and what that's, I did back in the. the no, that's yeah. all it was, was just basic paint. And then I started. Um, I was going to the, the Games Workshop corporate store, and I saw one of their staff members there put on a real thick layer of brown, and then just dip it in flock and lift it out. And when the paint dries, it hardened and left it in place. So then you had kind of a flocked base without having to dick around with with PVA or, or wood glue or anything like that. Hmm. And so after that, I mean, I started doing that, and just the simple little things. And like, like you said, Ted, it's like even just flocking it or doing something like that just adds so much more yeah. to, to your army cohesion, overall model look. Um, and also, I mean, color choice as well. Uh, my Imperial Fists, or with their yellow armor, um, they all have city bases because the grays are really good contrast to the yellow armor. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of it makes the, the armor part, which uh, aforementioned I spent nine hours painting each guy, Oof. apparently, uh, it makes it stand out even more. Uh, so I'm just interested to hear your guys' thoughts on bases and, and what you kind of personally do and, and you know, do for bases. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, my, my basing is far more basic than what Ted can go into. He's made some really crazy, cool, scenic bases. Um, but I've I've done a little bit of uh, messing around with some scenic basing, especially on some of my Terminators. Uh, I've used cork, and what I would do is I would just take a piece of cork and I would cut it approximately to the size of the base and just leave ragged edges. You prime it like a dark gray or like a black, and then you just dry brush on a lighter gray, and it comes out looking pretty decent for just a really quick... It's a nice yeah, exactly. It just looks like they're trudging through Are a city. Sticking, did I see you sticking, like, I did, of yeah. rebar? I did, like I added that. some of the ones I would add, like, two pieces of cork and make, like, a broken wall, and I had a piece of wire coming out as rebar. I had another one where I took a piece of sprue, and it looked like it was just, like, uh, 
my, the guy with the, the lightning claws was just like knocking over like a bar. Um, so I did some, some work with that, but that was kind of just, it was super easy and it didn't take me that long to do it. Um, the rest of my army, I do a really basic base, base a really basic <laughs> base. What I do is I take the base, I paint it a dark brown, and then I put um, hobbying ballast on it, which uh, model railway cars use it. It's oh. like tiny little rock stuff, oh, but, but it's okay. pretty uniform. Um, but it's super easy to work with. You can just get like a ton of it for like five bucks or something like that at at, at a hobby store. And I just took, put glue on top, put the the rocks on it, and have them there as regular rocks. And if I want to add a little bit more, I'll add some flocking onto the rocks to give it a little bit more dimension. But it's you know. Like Jonathan said, it's just a little something extra to add a little pop to the to the model to make it look less like a plastic dude standing on a plastic base. Yeah, I used to, for a while there, I used to go out and like just pull gravel off the road. I have a bunch of them know, from like, that after, too. Yeah, you know, like they, in the springtime and the, the yeah up up here in Alaska, they use a lot of grit <laughs> down on the roads, and yeah. it's just a whole bunch of really tiny little pieces but it was, of yeah, rock. Yeah, like put it through your pasta strainer when nobody's at home, and then uh-huh. you get like nice sized pieces, you get big pieces out. And, yeah, um, I think like having a like nice like range of size is, is really nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I had, uh, I did have one model that I did a little bit nicer of a scenic base on. It was my, uh, my interrogator chaplain Terminator armor. Cause I wanted it to look really cool. And I took time to really paint the model, make it look pretty cool. And what I did was I did, was he cool? He was cool. Really? Uh, yes. Really cool? Like kind of cool to really cool. Sweet. Um, I hope he was cool. He was cool. <laughs> uh, so what I did was I took, uh, two pieces of cork, and I layered them one on top of the other, and I left a little bit of a the bottom one a bit longer than the other, so that it looks like it's just like in front of stairs. Okay. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is really cool. And uh, painted it gray and did a little bit of a dry brush, and then I put on a painted um, bolt gun, extra bolt gun that I had yeah. on like on there, and then uh, head of a tyranid on the base there and added some of the the new blood for the blood god which yeah. is really a wonderful wonderful technical paint that they have looks really cool why not it, where can it you just find looks... some of this technical paint <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywhere that wants to pay us money I will tell you where you can find that why well, thank you you're asking the one corporation that will never ever <laughs> maybe the war store will yeah, yeah, yeah exactly they may sue us now because we use the name of the paint that they are trying to sell. But uh, luckily, we have a lovely legal disclaimer. You can always—that's right. We are not official. We are yeah. not official whatsoever, and claim no copyright to anything, not anything that that large corporation actually owns the copyright to. So, um, but yeah, it's and it looks really cool, and it adds the fact that it looks like my Terminator, my Chaplin is like trudging through a war scene. It it adds something to it, you know. It makes it look it, like it something, like, which is like when cool. you talk about it, like. A, yeah, I, I have, like, one display board, but I want to do, like, some others. And I think it'd be kind of fun to do, like, where, I mean... Like, themed the, bases to a display the, board? Yeah, but That'd take be the really cool. to, like, the next level. Like, all right, so it's in a war zone. You know, like, the one I have currently, it's, like, there's a street, and there's, like, a little playground and some buildings and stuff That's like really that. Cool. But, it, you know, it's, 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 like, nothing... It doesn't have, like, its own story. Like, yeah, it's a battle, blah, blah. But I think, like, having something, like... I, I think, like, the, the, the stairs that you are talking about... It'd be neat to have like the entire army coming down like uh, like a procession out of like a Disney castle. Don't you think that'd be cool? Literally, the princess castle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, go through and like find like the house of like Beauty and the Beast and just totally remake it. But you could have the walk. 
not, it would be cool. You're kind of looking at me with like those fuck you eyes. No, I mean it sounds like something I would never even embark upon. It sounds like Dude, a hell of a lot of work. Some guy took like a dreadnought and made it into a Hello Kitty dreadnought, complete with a little yeah. skirt. Well, that, now we see why. I think where I could spend ten times as much. Yeah, that. where my base is, I glue little pieces of rock to the base and I call it good. And that's why I'm doing an attack bike for our painting contest, and you're doing two and a half nights. Uh, I'm not actually. No, but, <laughs> but what I'm getting from you is so again going back to, to uh, a good or average base will make a, a good model look mm-hmm. great and a, a great model look amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially, and it's such a great chance to, to make your character stand out more, especially yeah. with an army like Space Marines, where yeah. the only thing different from a character to the regular guy is a sidearm. It's true. Or, or, or yeah. something like that. Ted, you have more experience than both of us in kind of. Uh, as someone who's who's used that awful company, who's not like sponsoring us right now, uh, to sell your Doritos? painted wares. Yes. Uh, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> Pinterest. Every, every <laughs> single every single one of his bases is covered in orange dust. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to go back to Pinterest and say crocheted. Crochet all of my bases. Macrame capes and everything. <laughs> what are what are some things you do? Um, in your basing to kind of make your army stand out, is there is there? So, so I think like what I um, sometimes when I'm taking an army fresh, like so I, I just had that Imperial Guard, that snow themed Soviet Imperial oh, Guard, super um, cool looking. You know, I, I went super and, cool looking people. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw something at the clock. Okay, good. At the half hour. Yeah, we're um, good. Um, but yeah, so I, I went and took you know like um, I had a theme right from the get go. Like, all right, they're gonna be on city streets. Know, like no revolution there, but they're going to be on city streets. It's going to be like winter time, but things are going to be like the snow's going to be dusting, um, and it's going to be like they've been uh, hunkered down there for a while. So we want barricades. So uh, you know, I think like one thing um, that I've always been saving, like when I get Forge World, are the the what do they call those? The dummies? The dummies? Uh, the um, yeah, um, gates. The rising gates. The gates. Yeah. yeah. So I take the gates, like that extra stuff that you get that you usually throw away, and I keep those. Some of them are just kind of, they, they look like they could be the base of, um, like, a, a Light pole or something, yeah. yeah. And uh, some of them, they look like they're barricades, Jersey barricades. Yeah. Um, I think with Imperial Guard, it's great, because they get those, the the weapons teams have that ginormous um, uh, base that you can do stuff with, and those are, you know, that's, those are prime for creating uh, dioramas, so... Yeah, you know, maybe come up with a theme there. Like, all right, they're hiding behind this little thing. You can get a couple of guys. Now there's an interplay. Like, I had one guy lighting another guy's cigarette, perhaps after they, like, shot down a flyer or something. Another guy, like, pouring or drinking coffee while the other guy writes in his journal and stuff. Um, unfortunately, you probably have a hard time doing that with Space Marines. Yeah. So, Although 32, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although they are 32 millimeter bases now, which is kind of cool. A little yeah. bit more space. Than just like literally a base that could fit the marine. I, I, I'm excited about that. I yeah. haven't really done too much with the 32s because I think they came out with Blood Angels, which I you know I got back into the flush terrors at that point. But yeah, I haven't done too much. But yeah, they, they came out with the, the Necrons there uh, and the Blood Angels too. I'm rebasing Necron all, all of my boys onto 32 millimeters. Really? Just because the I mean the potential of it and it just it makes the the model I feel on the base look bigger and more intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my grunts are staying on the the 28s. Well, hell, well, the the for those guys. But yeah, but the, <laughs> the the 32s is they give so much more room for story and, and kind of making those little touches like you were talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it becomes it becomes hard to try to do really scenic stuff on like the small 28 millimeters. Yeah. But I think once you you know bump it up to the 32, or what? 
remember doing some scouts for my flesh terrors like ages back where you know like, I, I got the storm ta uh, storm talon there is not the storm talon what's their the storm uh, raven no it's the it's the, the skimmer for the um, landspeeder it's the landspeeder storm there we go okay um, and they had the they have the scouts that are sitting on the side of the thing yeah and kind of in like, these weird positions and so it was kind of a nice challenge to like take those guys and like work them into a position to where okay this guy's leaning up against a rock this guy is kind of like hanging in between a bunch of I beams that are broken down and stuff like that and I think like I mean if you take some space rings you get just decide like all right well I'm gonna chop this guy's legs all to pieces and then try to rearrange it onto something like create your base first like you know, I think you guys are both doing that now where you're creating your base and then working your guy onto it mm -hmm. right and, okay, so, yeah, he might be. Go ahead and take credit for it. Phil. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm doing with my pre-thinking of things and thoughts and whatnot. <laughs> but I think, like you know, forcing yourself to work with uh, the diorama in the first place, I think it gives it more character instead of you know your stock pose on you know some a rock, <laughs> the domineering one foot forward on top of a rock. Everybody is dominating this rock. <laughs> yeah, we own that. See, it's under my foot. So, <laughs> but I think just like coming up with a narrative at a time, like what's going on, what's the theme, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. Yeah. Me, I'm just, I'm addicted to three things right now for basing. Like, Phil, I use cork. Yeah. Um, I don't use ballasts, I use kitty litter. Okay. Because um, it's small, yeah. uniform sized rocks that yeah. come in a giant container. Giant container, even more so. Than um, if we wait long enough, they have a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a cat, so when my wife found a big box of kitty litter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't worry, honey, it's for meth somehow. And then uh, mulch as well. I, oh. I use mulch in my basin too. Um, I use mulch as big rocks. Oh, cool. So you just, you know, you, you take them in, you kind of clean off some of the dirt, but then when you kind of put it down, it has a real nice kind of randomly created rock shape. Um, I said once I got my, my gargantuan squiggith and I wanted to do these feral snake bite orcs, they're going to be in a desert. Because um, cool. again, brown sand tones and the, the green skin tones they go well together yeah. but they're still going to make the model kind of stand out I want them to look like the, the sand people from Star Wars episode <laughs> 4 so awesome. when I'm doing my little because uh, the, the tournament I believe we're all doing we have to have some diorama sand it's going to be very tatooine cool. so I still use the cork the difference is going to be it's going to be dry brush brown to see that kind of that scorched earth kind of cracked mm -hmm. look what are you going to do for the board? Um, I'm going to do I think a little dried out watering hole and then probably a backfill of um, I'm going to get the, the the blue insulation the oh, extra okay. insulation yeah. to form a rock face up the back and have them awesome. kind of coming out of a canyon oh very cool so the the boys and everything out front and then the, the squig is just kind of lurching out of the canyon so you don't see the full thing okay um, that's really cool yeah that, that, that's the thought on that and so a lot of my for my savage orcs with tank busters that I made here, they're the Warhammer Fantasy miniatures are a little simpler because I guess you have to paint you know hundreds of them to get them all lined up. Yeah. Um, but they're very dynamic in their pose. They're all hands up in the air and they're you know waving around and the way and I they have, just don't care. Yeah. The way I have their their rockets, where I, I made a little plastic card box to put on the bottom of the spear, cut the top of the spear off and put a rocket on the tip. And then I have a wire connecting from the bottom of the spear in the box to a little uh, button I put in their hand there. So they're all like oh. waving around like that. So what That's I can really do cool. is I use the wire to show extra movement because what way the wire is Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Kind of adds a little bit more of dynamicism. Dynamic, 
Dynamic. Too. Dynamism. Dynamism. Yeah, is, that, is that a word? Yeah, dynamite. Boom! It adds that to it. Machu Picchu. Boom. Goes the dynamite. So, after doing this, I saw the newest Salt Marine box come out, and of course the new Assassin box, and that's my, you know, my other great love is all the Assassins. Yeah, they're really I cool. I run an execution force whenever I can. Um, I love the standing and the leaping off of things, and just, oh, my foot's on a rock, yes, but I'm jumping off of a rock. Yeah. So I made my bases wall, yeah. so that my guys who are on one foot could be jumping off of rocks or like leaping up, like they'd be like huddle hiding like the sand people inside a weed yeah. behind it and they're like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the plan of it anyway. That's really cool. I don't think they're able to verbalize that word. Oh, I, I speak sand people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> er, er, er. That's yeah. worse. Oh, yeah. that's inappropriate. Want <laughs> sponsors because of that? I could buy milk. <laughs> but it really adds to the overall theme and look of the army. Yeah. Um, every single great model I've seen painted has had some element of a base done. And all mm -hmm. the things we're talking about, last, uh, yeah, last night I finished my bases for my army. So I did my bike bases, my, my boy bases. It took me about three hours to do about 60, 70 bases. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take huge amounts of time to be patched to it. And the bases I've done, we know the cork, the kitty litter, the rocks, it's dry brushing. It's just... Yeah. Um, well, for me, you probably have 30 stage dry brush. <laughs> for me, know. it's, uh, it's three stages. <laughs> I do about a four or five stage dry brush. That's um, more than enough. Yeah. Wow. It's probably more than enough, but it makes me feel better about it. I could basically do one, and yeah. then I get frustrated, and I'm like, done, <laughs> looks good. But it adds, it yeah. adds so much. And that's kind of like I said, I wanted to kind of touch on bases today um, <laughs> for our. <laughs> yeah, uh, touching that's, on that's all our bases. bases. I see what you did there. Uh, and that's kind of what I, I want to achieve with this little pro tip section here is kind of sharing things that we think are important to the overall look and feel of modeling of your army. Yeah, for whatever sure. Whatever it might be, unless it's Eldar, in which case, fuck you. Mm hmm. Mm. I'll tell you what you can do with your D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stick it up your own A. Hey! Whoa. Hey, well, let's move on to the. We're going to have a quick commercial break. I think we're going to have a commercial for lemonade this time because we've had milk, milk, lemonade. Oh! Uh, Around the corner, we'll be where out right back to uh, talk hamburgers some... are made. <laughs> we're going to be right back to talk about some fluff about making some babies. Babies. Cowabunga, dude. Shredding these sweet waves with my board is super rad. But babes can't stand a thirsty bro brat. That's why I drink generic soda. Now with electrolytes. Chicks dig it. Generic soda causes heart disease, lung disease, pancreatic cancer, Alzheimer's, erectile dysfunction, and is the leading cause of thirst. Generic soda may dissolve solid surfaces if contact persists longer than three seconds. The Food and Drug Administration does not recognize generic soda as edible. Do not dispose of generic soda down drains or near animals. NPR would be able to buy shit with your twenty-five dollars, but for that's us, true. that's, that's like a case of natty ice. Yeah, seriously, yeah. That, that multiplies our income by like twenty-five dollars if yeah. you sponsored that. I mean, wow. I'm yeah. able to get like Ira Glass a couple staplers. It's like that's, a, about it. that's like infinity percent more than we already make, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to be talking about. Uh, making, making things, uh, specifically Space Marines or the, the Astartes, as I've been incorrectly pronouncing them all day. Uh, so you're having uh, an Astartes. Uh, so you're having an Astartes. How do you get, <laughs> how do you get that guy from Toughness 3 to Toughness 4? 
You stick you stick a jean seed in them. Do stick a jean seed in them. Yes. Like shove Absolutely. it on in there. I accidentally stumbled on some of those movies once. Yes. <laughs> I think awful. it was John Waters. Yeah. It was awful. Pink flamingos. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he stuck a jean seed. Sat and ate a jean seed on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the making of the space marine all comes from the jean seed. Uh, it's all very chapter specific. Several are horribly mutated. Uh, but... <coughs> Blood angel. <laughs> Space wolves. <laughs> Space wolves. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand suns. Yeah. Or the, the dust that's left of them, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it, it contains the, the, the DNA, the characteristics, and, you know, all that is good about a space marine. And your, your apothecary, which is your little guy who wasn't good enough to be a warrior, so he gets to be, you know, the, the nurse... Wow. Goes on the battlefield. Eunuch man nurse, come here. <laughs> Extract his seed. <laughs> and the eunuch man nurse. Yeah. What the heck is Takes his honestly very metal chainsaw hand and yeah. cuts the gene seed out. Combined, yeah. it's a it's a uh, chainsaw combi turkey baster. It also yeah. has a needle in there, so you feel less pain as your neck is being chainsawed open. Um, he doesn't care, you're dead. Yeah, exactly. He's got the gene seed, which is very important, and it's, it's irreplaceable. It's, you know, it's, it's the lifeblood of a chapter. When the gene seed goes, so does the chapter. It's what allows all of these wonderful advancements to, to happen. Mm -hmm. So they take their gene seed back to their, their chapterly home and their, their monastery, wherever that might be. Maybe their floating rock. A dead rock <laughs> in space that, you know, is filled with traitors or... Uh, no traitors. No traitors here. We're uh, we're the First Legion, and we are completely loyal. Always have been. Always will be. Oh my god, you guys, Dark Angels, are like the worst YouTube commentator of Legions. <laughs> what? First! First! Yeah. <laughs> no, we started out like Yeah, first. Yeah. We started with the First Legion. We're the First, we're the first Legion. We're the First Legion. Completely loyal. <laughs> Unless uh, you happen to know where some of the Fallen are, in which case we're willing to listen. And then we will kill you. Then you will be murdered. <laughs> and then you will be murdered. But in the name of the emperor. But sir, know. I just said I had fallen. Oh, yeah, him. you fallen? Then I kill him. It was icy. Make stars. him repent for falling. <laughs> so we take our gene seed and we go to our new recruits. Yes. Uh, where do the recruits come from? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, planets. It's uh, it's it's actually kind of brutal. Like the you know. Oh, the Dark Angels, or are you talking in general? Uh, well, I know I know specifically for the Dark Angels, but I imagine it's probably for everywhere. But basically, the Dark Angels will send out like a chaplain and an apothecary and someone else, and they'll go out to these planets. Like a lot of them, just like feral planets, where they they talk about the men from the sky come in and fly in like every like seventy five years or something like that. They plop down, they go into the city or like into the town or the village or whatever it is, and then they have all of like the youth. You know, do uh, acts of physical agility and physical strength to show how worthy they are, and then the top ones are taken off somewhere else, and then they're tested to see if they can be. If they fail, they're killed, and uh, or turned into servitors. Or turned into servitors, Which and it's worse. like, yeah, it's like, oh my god, they're like taken off and they're tested, and if they die during the testing. They're just discarded. If they fail the like, test, they're turned into like mindless drones to run the computer instead of like instead of a computer. They could go out and buy like a three hundred dollar Dell, but instead they're like, no, we're just going to turn this dude yeah. into a computer. Well, Come on, to. yeah, that's crazy. On the throne for a thousand years. Yeah, seriously, that's crazy. So yeah, so then they turn them into servitors, and the lucky few who passed are then like sent off into a life of just endless war. 
What? Who would like to be the servitor that's like hooked up to that robo turkey that the, uh, the yeah. mechanic has? Seriously. Yeah, no, I had to run my entire life. In, in the future, there is only war. That's true. So not truly running, and please call it what it's meant to be called, Ted. It is a gimp machine. A gimp <laughs> machine, yeah. Because the servitor pilot at the front is taking it from both. It looks like the, the yeah. entity, the device from South Park. It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's one it's, segment of Human Centipede. I'm eating my own shit. Mm, sir, that is a highly advanced technical walker there, sir. Just understand, that's what comes from the Mars. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's brutal. I mean, it's super brutal. Which I guess, you know, is the grimdark future, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, like, that sucks. Like, you, they go and they grab all of, you know, all of the youth who are of any use to them. And then they discard whoever they don't, you know? Because they don't give a crap. Well, yeah. to to be fair, fully half of them did turn to chaos and rebel and almost destroy the galaxy when they weren't quite so thorough with their recruiting standards. True. Mm. True. So there's a little bit, uh, and I know one of the Black Library novels talks about once someone is you know, tasted fear, they will always have fear. So go away and be a you know a bondage servitor. <laughs> yeah, that that's fair enough. In the they, meantime, mankind <laughs> is dwindling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mankind is dwindling, but they you know the robots are, are fighting fine. Yeah. But they they have to be this strong and this tough and fit through all of this kind of initiation task to survive the <laughs> horrible goddamn amount of operations <laughs> they go through. Yeah, they make my ACL surgery look really simple. <laughs> The first thing is a gene seed. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They replaced my ACL with a gene seed. <laughs> the first thing they have to do is they they have the minor operation of having a secondary heart added. Uh, that's that's easy. They yeah. just shove it in there. They make them swallow it. <laughs> so much like Doctor Who, <laughs> boosts blood function and can keep his heart going after his primary one has died. Yeah. So I guess you know important to have a second heart for you know you. You know, feel no pain in that one chat shop. Yeah. <laughs> After that, they have the... Now I'm going to butcher all of these pronunciations, so feel free to complain. Well, uh, you, you failed to pronounce pronunciation, right? So, <laughs> off to a good start. A good start. <laughs> the, the osmodula, which is an implant that affects bone growth, uh, which makes the, the bones all denser and harder uh, and more able to withstand the abuse... And it fuses the ribcage together at the top to protect the the heart that now has a backup. So not only is the bullet got to go through this really thick fused reinforced bone, it has to also Hit both hearts get both <laughs> hearts for him to die. Uh, after that, we go into the biscopia. It's an organ that releases muscle building hormones. So much like uh, a bodybuilding like competition. Much like a penis. <laughs> oh, wow. The penis inside their chest. Yes. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> the whole time. And I think sometimes it might wards. They've called it uh, habit. <laughs> uh, after that, we move on to phase four. It's a very boring list building, so please feel free to, to jump in with dick jokes. Uh, <laughs> the the hemostymin is uh, making up the space marine's blood, making it more efficient so it can get more oxygen for less and makes them more survival in those low atmospheric uh, conditions. High octane for those yeah. who have uh, watched Mad Max. I'm a I'm a I think it's pronounced Hyman. Hyman. No. A, uh, it's actually pronounced Harry Potter. Hymen. Harry Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> I think it's a, a Hyman statement. Yeah. A Hyman statement. Avada Kedavra. I wonder if they, you know, like in, in Latin, they put things backwards. You know, like instead of like leather Hyman, Hyman statement. So the statement is 
Yeah, but no lady. Well, I haven't made a mayonnaise. There are no lady astartes. Well, I guess the sisters about, but they're not. Are they? But, no, but that's part of their surgery. Maybe putting a, a hymen, like a, a mayonnaise hymen in them, is part of their surgery. Since they have lots of ways. It's, it's a miracle whip hymen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Better for you. Skipping around. Yeah. Skipping anyway, around next on the list. Next on the list, we have the Laraman's organ. Another penis joke. Thank you, GW. <laughs> This produces uh, special blood cells uh, that make your uh, blood instantly clot when it reaches there, so they can't bleed out. Yeah. Which you think, combined with that apothecary chainsaw, would be a pain in the ass to cut through, because as soon as you're cutting, it's instantly clotting, and you think like, it would just clot all up in the chainsaw. Yeah. Chainsaw. So it'd, it'd be like doing heart surgery on the Hulk. Yeah. Um, without sedating him first. Yeah. Pretty, pretty difficult. Uh, every time we do this, he gets pissed off and it gets harder to get through his Then, Operation 6, a catalepsian node. Yeah. Want to try better? You, you, you no, know, I mean, no, 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 that's cool. That sounds, that works for me. I comment on the screaming child in the background. Nah, that's cool. No, no, that, that's, that's Operation Phase 2. Stick screaming child. Stick him right in the chest. So the node allows, uh, Allows the space marines to stay awake at full effectiveness for days at a time. So now we're just adding to this list of a coffee machine. Yeah, inside I, their chest. You know, so yeah, they, yeah. like they can cut the rest of the crap and just start giving like their like Astro truck drivers that. It's <laughs> like a, they yeah. wouldn't have to buy speed. Just like no dose. Well, so yeah. far, we have two penis jokes and a Keurig node. <laughs> Keurig node. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was always the, the coolest bit for me reading was a uh, phase seven, which is a pre preomner or preomner. Uh, that is the neutralizer. A little gland or uh, uh, pre stomach that allows them to eat uh, poisonous materials. So it's hmm. like for you Minecraft fans there, like drinking the milk before eating the zombie flesh. You know, now I lost you. Anyway, you lost me. Yeah, yeah no, that was terrible. Like that was really bad. <laughs> but I guess it just speaks. It just speaks a lot to the uh, the cooks of any of these really uh, of the Space Marine chapters that they are so good that they had to create an entire organ to allow them to eat poisonous food. Well, I think like all they had to do was watch the Princess Bride or watch George Carlin skits, and they could like entirely circumvent that. Just like ingest a little bit as you grow up, and eventually you can stand poison. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think Whatever. that's how it works. Or they could no, just kind of cut them open and put a pre-stomach in there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> the pre-stomach. Simpler. But yeah, so they go around eating, I guess, drinking poison water and, you know, eating flesh and all kinds of weird things. And if they do eat flesh, phase eight's pretty handy. But, you know, I, I just, real quick, though, I think that, like, this is, this is shit because they could have become, like, Brovarians, Brotharians, rather, and then they would, wouldn't have to eat anything. Like they get all the energy from the solar. No, we don't want. We don't have plant marines. Just Brotharians? Yeah, I don't know. They don't need. Yeah, you haven't heard about it's like a religion where you don't actually. It's it's like part of like a Hindi religion, but they took like one passage and like ran with it. And (laughs) the entire idea is that you don't need food or water, and that like it taints the energy that you get naturally from the sun, which is I forgot one of the gods who like bestows upon you. But yeah, like there's a whole set of people that. I can't imagine that there's a whole lot of them left. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I was reading up on it, and it, like, they'll get to a certain point, and they'll pass out <laughs> and take brain damage, and they're like, oh, no, I'm, I'm aspiring, I'm working up to it. So you can never quite achieve it. 
is, I, I think, like part of. So you just don't eat until you pass out, and then you eat. Yeah, and then you realize, well, you're just not good enough. So, so it's like keep trying. It's like high school girl religion. Oh my god! Yeah, seriously, I, I, I'm sure like two thirds of them have like cat sweaters. <laughs> and not in the ironic, like, so that's what you're like. <laughs> so your monks wear, the, you know, the flowing orange robes, and you know, your priests wear, like, the, the black suits with the little white collars, uh, and these guys wear cat sweaters. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, socks and sandals. I haven't heard any bunnies. <laughs> Alright. So, Phil really wanted to know what number eight was. <laughs> no, <Yeah. right. laughs> Well, this is because I am a huge fan of uh, of Chew, which is just a fantastic comic book. And Phase uh, Phase Eight is a, a, a ability for the Space Marine to absorb genetic material from his meal, therefore granting him uh, access to his uh, memories by eating the person's flesh. Whoa! So if you see like little Dad Elder on the ground, you just take a little nibble, you can see into their past and access their memories. Wow. That's so I wonder if the, the guys from Chew like play 40k. Maybe, maybe yeah, but yeah, but uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic book, and I'm like yeah. rereading through this stuff. Here. I'm like, oh no way, they still. Oh wait, no, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene with like, what was it? They they came across the room with like the rotten dog, and they're like, yeah, go ahead and tell us what happened here. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing is just exercising, gross. <laughs> Uh, phase nine, multiple organs again. Uh, I thought you were going to say orgasms. Multiple <laughs> orgasms again. <laughs> but we're yeah. eunuchs, damn it! <laughs> so they can close off their normal lungs in favor of a multi-lung. They can breathe poisonous atmospheres or even water. My question for this, and it seems like, honestly... So, so multi, multi-lung just works at twice the distance? Well, like a my question for this here, because we apparently just seem to be ripping apart their methods for making a space marine. It's very inefficient and unnecessary. If you have this amazing multi-lung that does all this stuff, why do you need your regular lungs? What, what, I, what, I, what I find interesting is they call it a multi-lung, but unless you've had surgery or have a deformation, everybody has a multi-lung. Because they have, oh, wait, <laughs> we have two? I mean, so, <laughs> so we're one nineteenth space marine. All <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, maybe it's just like eases on wear and tear on the multi-lung, if they just use the... Regular lungs when it's Fucking clear. Respirator. <laughs> in the first place. I don't freaking know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not saying to you like, oh, Phil, why did you just say that? Yeah, I'm not over because here making space marines. Because it wasn't ridiculous in the first place. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that goes into making yeah. these guys. I don't know, but you definitely see like the um, like you've seen the size comparison, like where they took like the the, phys- the physical form of it and they overlaid it on like Kareem Abdul Jabbar and like a regular person and so on. And look, like, that rib cage is ginormous. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. that. Boot of a car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I got my gloves in there, got my crowbar in there, my dead hooker in there, my third lung. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Skipping forward, because uh, much for the banter rather than going stage by stage. Yeah, here, fair enough. Is uh, there's a lot of implants to enhance the senses, the sight, smell, the hearing, all yeah. that other kind of fun stuff. Um, there's uh, a mucronoid gland that implant that's an implant that gives that kind of a waxy substance that seals skin to protect it against uh, extreme temperatures and vacuums. Uh, explains how a, a girly man was able to survive out in space during the Horus Heresy. Yeah. You know, spoiler alert. Uh, and then it all builds up to phase 19, which is the Black Carapace, which is the final initiation part, but. Moving back a step before they earn that little black carapace, they got to do their time in the Eagle Scouts. 
And the Weeblos before they <laughs> the become Weeblos, yeah, yeah. So they run around in a trash bag. Yeah, yeah. They build A-frames out of wood, and, you know, learn how to tie knots. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Black Carabase, it's uh, uh, Mylar. <laughs> because the, the Black Carabase is such a, you know, large piece, and it can only go in when you're fully formed and developed, uh, they start their combat training and do all that other kind of fun stuff in a scout company, uh, full of people their, their age, you know, all the kids in their little Flora Farmer saves. And now they're... <laughs> Ballistic skill four, woo woo, which we're all very excited about. Yeah, back, and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What are we going to do, scouts, this time? <laughs> they go there to learn the ways of, of war, and honestly, I'm a, I'm a big fan of scouts. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Did they drop up in price too, or yeah. they just? Well, I don't know. Yeah, they're about the same price. Minor, minor dropped. But yours were more that. expensive before, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. It ends up being, it ends up being the exact same price if I give them. Uh, sniper rifles and camo cloaks, um, but you know, still pretty cool. I like it. So from the scout <laughs> company, they get their black carapace on, and they're all ready to be given their individually crafted or probably a hand-me-down suit of Terminator armor yeah. from some dude who's being shot like a jerk. Yep. And then they're onto the onto the Nench company. Yeah. To learn their now it's going to be terrible here assault training. Uh, I don't know. Well, no, they they vary. They vary. Well, I don't know. All you Codex Astartes uh, squads, I don't know the difference, but I know with uh, us, we don't really follow that much. <laughs> so usually they'll start at the tenth, and they'll move to yeah. the ninth, and the seventh. Yeah, then and they move their way up until they until they're set as either a veteran or a dead person. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say a tactical squad member, you know, uh, a battle company, yeah. but that also works. Um. Lots of stuff goes into transforming the body of an Astarte. Mm -hmm. As you can see, a very long, boring list of organs goes in that essentially makes him a, a Superman-Doctor Who hybrid. <laughs> what really, which I would you know, like to, to see you know, Matt Smith and you know, a really terrible Superman outfit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but what really gets a Space Marine to be a Space Marine, anyone can wear power armor, I mean... We've occasionally seen Sisters of Battle do that, and Inquisitors do that. All these upgrades make them super strong and tough, but what really makes them a Space Marine is kind of the doctrine that's put into them. Yeah. And their belief system, and their, uh, their strict adherence to the Imperial cult, uh, the official religion of the Imperium, uh, brought to you, of course, by Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> by, by, by Mr. Lorgar, who brought the Imperial truth, which is now followed. And for the Doctrine, it's really kind of a daily ritual that, that gets followed. Um, lots of battle practice, lots of training, lots of prayer. And an entire day, they get approximately four and a half hours of free time. Out of a 24-hour period, four of which is sleep. Yeah. So you got to think that these guys, <laughs> in the far future, there is only war because that is all they're, they're taught. Prayer yeah. and warfare. Um that's for kind of an Astartes chapter, where it's kind of very closely following the dark friends. They're you know, up at 4 a.m. with their morning prayer, and they're <coughs> having their battle practice at 3, and night firing at 9.30, and all kinds of fun stuff. But for some kind of off-chapter things, I know things are done a little differently. Phil, yeah. with your horrible traitor bastard Dark Angels. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Traitors. All the lies. Yeah. All the lies. We're the, all lies. We're the First Legion. Uh, What's your recruiting process like? Uh, it's honestly the recruiting. Well, the the big difference is that we don't really have a recruit 
recruiting world, like one world that we recruit from that a lot of the different pieces do, because Caliban exploded, and we realized, huh, putting all your eggs in one basket, it could explode. You know, the basket explodes. That's a very literal metaphor. Literal, a very, a very literal metaphor. All of our eggs exploded. Um, <laughs> so they decided that what they would do is they would have a whole bunch of different planets around, you know, throughout the galaxy that they wouldn't tell anybody about because, you know, we love secrets and being emo. Um, and then they would go to these different planets from time to time and, and recruit less continually, I guess. It's more of like a, they would just kind of visit every once in a while and pick up a bunch of people and send them to get trained as scouts and then move on throughout the, uh, throughout the chapter. It's kind of like Africa in the 1700s. Yeah, something like uh, that. I don't know any more workers here. Yeah. I, I guess so. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably don't want to go into slavery on this. It's probably, probably good. Um, As we talk about a 20-hour space marine day of battle rites and prayers. Yeah, exactly. Being taken from your home world and operated on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it's very similar. They have the, you know, the, the big difference, I think, between the Dark Angels and the other chapters is it really comes down to the initiation of of the secrets, really? The, the, the different levels that you get. It's a self-help book. Yeah, pretty much. It's like as they progress their way up throughout the different. They're allowed uh, to read further progressive chapters of the secret. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's like you know, as you're you're initiated, you're told one thing, and then as you make your way up throughout the different, moving your way up throughout the different uh, chapter four companies. Tell yourself, I can do it. Yeah, it's it, they let you in on more and more secrets, and they have stories that are meant to both bolster your resolve as a space marine but also prepare you for the eventual Six fact that you're going to be told you about the deep deep dark secret that the that the space that the, that the dark angels have so um and it's you know it's it's yeah it's just it's kind of interesting like the way they spoiler alert okay yeah it's only been 39 years um so that's the really the big thing is that the, the stories they tell are very different from a lot of the other space marines, and the reason behind it is, you know, because of the way we have a different structure. Like, our all of our Terminators are only in the first company, and our first company is comprised entirely of Terminators. Our second company is entirely bikers. It's all the Ravenwing. Um, and the reason being is it's all for the hunt, the hunt for the fallen. So... So you're hunting a small class target. Let's get in this giant suit of slow and purposeful Terminator armor. Well, they work with the Ravenwing. What they do is they send in the Ravenwing, and they're supposed to be the ones that run them down to ground. And then so once they found them out where they are, that's why all of our bikes have homie beacons. What I was is because once see. we get them into like once we get them down to ground, they then drop down all the Terminators to come in and just take so them. So what I want to see you do is put like pegs on the front wheels of your uh, bikes so the Terminators can ride on the handlebars. Ride on the handlebars. With the weight difference, the bike would just be like yeah, exactly. Just like, <laughs> cycle. So yeah. you can put like rollerblades on their feet. All right, we're working this thing. Yeah. This is gonna happen. Takes a little bit generic. Yeah, exactly. Just have them hanging out the back on, on like on a, on a like with a like a water ski like rope holding off the back of the bikes and on, on skates. But yeah, that's the big the well, big you difference put, like, is a just on the back to wave it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's like the big difference is honestly it's just, it's just the 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 level like the way they they work them up. It's not just becoming more veteran. It's becoming deeper knowledge of the history of the chapter and deeper 
understanding until finally you're part of the hunt. So, because you know, the ones from you know third through ninth companies, they don't know about the the, the any anybody there doesn't know about the 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 fall in and the hunt. They're just kind of slowly being indoctrinated to allow them to be able to prepare for the fact that they're going to become emo marines in the future. So. Uh. It's great. a great place for a break. Good punctuation, Ted. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's Space Marines. Yeah. All right, this segment has been brought to you by Semen. 12,000 years ago, man discovered mammal boob. And ever since then, we have been sucking mammal milk. Now, thanks to science, milk will no longer kill you directly after drinking it and comes in a seductive, udder-shaped jug that you can carry with you wherever you travel. Whether it's the boardroom, the dinner table, or a mountaintop, you could drink that creamy white sebaceous cream no matter where your travels lead you. Milk, it's not only a drink, but it's a great source of nutrition. Colostrum comes from cows directly after they have babies, and it cures all sorts of diseases. Now you could take advantage of the wonderful nutritious claims of colostrum. Milk, bring it to your next adventure. Thank you, and welcome back. That was brought to you by Milk. No, that, that was Lemonade. Milk. Le, 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 lemonade. 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 Milk and Milk and It's milk and water milk. with a lemon flavor. Why would you put <laughs> lemon flavor in milk? That's not really. <laughs> That's not that nasty. Awful. Like yeah. curds, but horrible. Yeah. Or like sour cream and Kool-Aid. There is Basically, a... people, we need real sponsors, otherwise this is going to get real weird real quick. Yeah, real quick. quick. There was a shot I did once in my younger days, which was called a zombie brain, where you have uh, you put a lime cordial in there and then poured Bailey's in it very Ugh. slowly using a straw, and it made it look like a little brain floating in the glass. Oh, that's adorable. But then when you and then you poured uh, grenadine over it, turned all red. It looked amazing. But then when you drank it, you felt a large curdled piece of Bailey's going down your throat. Yeah, makes a gag reflex. Which I'm sure wow. if you're already drinking is not going to help. This message brought to you by Lemonade and Milk. Yeah. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> don't, don't, do not combine. Don't do it. I'm just impressed at like, how creative people get with some of these. Oh, like, God, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just constantly, like, every time like somebody like tells me about like a food that used to kill you, like almonds, you know, like, who would have thought like this, like that nut would kill you, but they decided that they were going to breed it to where you could eat it. Like, what the, f- I don't know. Man. People do weird stuff when they look at nuts. There's a toad. I'm gonna lick it. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm hallucinating. Like, or who would have thought? Like, there's a toad. Or who was the it. first person that ate a lobster? Please or tell me if, if I'm swimming. Yeah. Or if I'm well, I'm I guess not the cow. I can understand thing. it. But I mean, like a lobster. It's like you're you're swimming and you see that thing. And my first thought isn't I'm gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. I'm my first thought is ah that thing's got claws. It's gonna bite me. Yeah. You know, that's my thought. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. This five minutes of banter brought to you by no sponsors. No sponsors. That's yeah, why we I need know. sponsors, people. We need direction in life. <laughs> so, so, let's move on to our main topic. Space Marines, assholes from the sky. Yeah, that's pretty much what they do. They're, you know, they're Imperium's last hope. And if they're the last hope, we're all pretty much screwed. Because they're jerks. They're Every single one of them is a jerk. Well, you know, perspective is everything. So, from his point of view, he's just an asshole. It's true. <laughs> this is considered like Team America. 
<laughs> Space Marines are dicks. There's dicks in their assholes, and there's pussies. <laughs> Eldar and the pussies. Everybody else see Eldar out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no one fucks Eldar anymore. <laughs> dicks shit on the... Yeah. We're going to have to transcribe that script for a later date. <laughs> but you have these superhumans, invun- invulnerable, invincible. In- I thought you were going to say invulnerable. 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 This is grand. Yeah, but invulnerable like five up. Right. Yeah, yeah. invulnerable five up. But you have these invincible human beings augmented to all how they're like 20 foot tall and 600 pounds and wear this thick uh, ceramide armor, which I can only assume is a kind of tile. Yeah. Um, yes. And they're just, they do the Emperor's will. So, some dude who died... Uh, what are you doing tomorrow? The Emperor's will. Yeah, That's what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Anything other than that? Heresy. 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 Uh, die. Bad, bad case of the heresy. And there's one <laughs> cure for the heresy. You're coming down with the heresy. A bolt in the head. Yeah. Unless your blood angels any pain about it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like heresy. <laughs> very pious. Very dedicated to the Imperial truth. The wonderful way the Imperium is run, which is in no way related to the Imperial truth that Lorgar uh, accidentally wrote 10,000 years ago. No. No. no, nothing to do with that. Nothing about worshipping, you know, idols. And, no, hell no. Hell no, no, none of that. None of that, because, you know, we're all dedicated, loyal sons of the Imperium. I, I seriously want to, I mean, just like I want the Founding Fathers to come back and be like, dude, what the F? You know, I also, I want the Emperor to come back and just, like, look at them all like, I mean, I think the Emperor was probably a dick himself, you know? He's like, I've got 12 kids, and now all of a sudden I don't know where they are. Oh, well. 20 kids, to be fair. That's true. a terrible father of the only dead. I got 12, and he's eight dicks. No wonder they went to heck. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't don't think the Emperor is going to come back and go, like, oh, what have you become? I think, like, he planned on them being assholes is really what he planned, so... (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah they blind eye when chaos was swifting them all away. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to raise twenty boys. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's care. You know, he doesn't care. Um, but yes, so yes, the genetically modified superhumans, but they weren't always genetically modified because you have to have a regular human to be genetically modified. You mean... Are you talking the primarchs? Are you talking the? No, I'm talking about regular marines. Sorry, marines. Sorry. So they're GMO. Yes, they are GMOs. Um, and you could say that your Imperial Guard were organic. Yes. Yes. I, want that, I wish I could play that song Cornbread. Where's <laughs> um, my auto music? <laughs> so yeah, so basically what happens is the different Space Marine chapters essentially harvest humans from their different planets. So a lot of them have like their home worlds that they take these humans from. And, you know, like, the Dark Angels have a whole bunch of different planets that they take them from because Caliban exploded. And due to heresy. Due to, no, no heresy. <laughs> we are the first Legion. We are totally loyal. First. They did not have a bad case of the heresy that had to be scratched out. I, I love that you talk as though, like, you're part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me. If we I would... bring these weird... No, no. At the, at the rate that I, like, lose troops, if I was the grand, you know, if yeah. I was Azrael, like, the... The the Dark Angels would have long ago been wiped off the face of the planet at the amount at the rate that I lose Marines. I was kind of expecting like 
back a long time ago in that section that will not be aired where we talked about the uh, enlisting Marines. I was really expecting you to say that they were like coming to Midtown Anchorage. No. <laughs> to take us, that's where they land. Yeah. I think my favorite thing now is we're going to have a secret lost segment yeah. every episode. Now. Every episode. Yeah. So we're much fun reference non-reality. Well, we, yeah. we tried this a little earlier. We're re-recording now because we're <laughs> terrible at reading fluff off books and going through. Pers- it was. It was boring. You don't want to hear about it. It was was a lot like that, like that segment earlier that we got rid of, where we tried to reference the night. It's just like, wait a second, let me flip through the book. Yeah, you don't. Trust us. You may you may be inquisitive as to what was being said, but we're really saving you. We're doing this for you a lot. Yeah. So Inquisitor Jonathan has decided to expunge that from the history. So wait, I'm looking forward to that. I'm a commissar inquisitor. Commissar inquisitor. Or did I get promoted to inquisitor? uh, It basically depends upon what job you need to do at any time. If you have to keep us in order, you're Commissar Jonathan. If yeah. you need to expunge information from the history of the world, you're Inquisitor I think just, like, Jonathan. like secretly works for academia where you just like add on like other titles. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Vice Provost of yeah, that's Chancelling. How, exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> Provost of Chancelling. God, I need to collect a guard army so I can have that as my commander guy now. Exactly. <laughs> Provost Chancelling. Cecil Smythe the third, Provost of Chancelling. <laughs> Um, but yes, so they harvest humans from these planets. Like it's, the Matrix. Like, like yeah. the, exactly like the Matrix. No, sorry. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, they, they go to these planets, and they go down, and they test the youth of the planet, and they take the the best and the brightest, mostly just the best physically, because they don't give a shit what you can think about. Because you're not supposed to think as a space marine, you're just supposed to do. So they take the strongest and the most agile, and then they test them. Physically, to see if they're going to be able to make the... Like the Survivor. Survi- like Survivor. And they test them, and if you don't survive, you failed. Because <laughs> you're dead. So you can't become a space marine if you're wow. dead. You're not technically dead, you're just mechanically enhanced and moving ammunition. No, those are the ones that actually pass... Oh, so Those are the ones so. that physically survive <laughs> the tests, but don't reach the level that they want to, to become a, to become a Startes... They turn them, the ones that fail the test but manage to survive, they turn them into servitors, which is brainless computers that are designed to just do a single task. But you're not allowed to have a computer. Yeah, because there's, there's no computers. It's, want, it's like heresy. I want the, the failed marine alarm clock. Yeah, that's pretty much what they have them. They just sit there and they're like, you know. Yeah, they're just like, you know, hey, servitor, just fix this. And they do it. And it's what they're designed to do. It's like completely take out their brain. They're like, yeah, that's what they do. Kill me. Yeah, they want, they, like, seriously, death is a better option than becoming a servitor. Well, for them, they love it. I mean, yeah. that's the best way to serve. They have no memories. Their brains are gone. Completely gone. They have They're this just... cool little claw thing that looks like the miniature art from Ripley's, well, like... That's only if you're lucky enough to yeah, be the yeah. claw, dude. Otherwise, yeah. you could just be, like, plugged into, like, you know, the like, into, like, the alarm <laughs> cock, you know? <laughs> seriously. How shitty must you feel if you get rejected from a space marine? Rejected for being a claw servitor, yeah. And you just end up like a tray bitch, like a C three PO of yeah. a chapter. Exactly. Or they just oh, plug you like, into the wall and they're yeah. like, "You take care of the plumbing system on our battle cruiser." I expect and it's like, brr, 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 brr. you know what I mean? Like that sucks. I would hate that. Like that's just awful. That really is awful. So anyway, so that's like the levels that they get. They take all the they take all the youth, and then if you manage to survive and fail, like if you manage to survive, if you die during the test, you obviously failed the test. If you manage to survive the test, 
and you didn't quite live up to the standards that they wanted, they take out your brain and turn you into a servitor. Those very few that were ta- that, that were deemed well enough to be taken, then were deemed that they were able to survive the test, then were deemed that their test results were good enough, are then sent through like these 19 different surgeries to become superhumans. You know, they add lungs, they add hearts, they add, they make all your bones fuse together Which so that they become... ridiculous because you already have lungs and hearts. Yeah, they give you extra ones. It's like, you know, just like throw in some extra stuff. Yeah, you, you get, get a lung. You get a lung. Everybody gets extra lungs. I want an extra yeah. toe. No, no, seriously. Maybe they do give you extra toes. Dead. You know? Servitor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if you want an extra toe, that sounds like heresy. <laughs> Servitor for you, sir. <laughs> The last 19th chapter. Yeah, exactly. Full of people with six Full toes. Of servitors. The 19th yeah. chapter is just servitors. It's just servitors with with <laughs> six toes. Yeah, with six toes per foot. Um. <laughs> if you notice, it's not robotic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got a secret. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Maybe now. One of the dark angels. Yeah. Look at my toes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little wiggly tail too. Like that guy from. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so now when you think about it, they've now gone, they were, you know, basically like tweens that were taken by these guys that just dropped out of the sky with a whole bunch of ceramide armor on them, grabbed them, tested them, then did a whole bunch of genetic stuff to them. And I could understand being a dick after that happened. Like, you know, life's been pretty dickish to you at this point, And now it's like, well, now I'm going to do this for the emperor. You know, just keep dicking other people over. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fair enough. I could understand that. You go through all that training, you go through all that physical abuse, and then you're put through mental, like mental training, and made into just basically a follower of orders. You know, you're not de- you're not designed to think. You're not designed to have emotions. You're just designed to do what you're being told to do. You know, and that's what you're left with is a whole bunch of. Dick Marines. Super sheep. Yes. Go super sheep. Yeah, go super sheep. It's really what they are. It's like super power, power armored sheep is what they are, you know? I think this is a conversion waiting to happen. Yeah, it's, it is. Super sheep. Yeah. It'll be the tie in with like Settlers of yeah. Tan. Super sheep harder. Yeah. <laughs> Mutton <the> Marines. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's what, you know, that's how you basically have, uh, you know, so that's how you create a dick. That's how you create a dick, <laughs> is that you just take him as a child. Emotionally abuse him and cripple them. Emotionally abuse and cripple them. Major daddy Physically issues. abuse oh, yeah. them and turn them into, you know, super-powered, you know, mindless drones. But for for all of that, they are super elite warriors. They're, yeah. you know, without equal, that's, you know, that's all they do. They're essentially not people anymore. They're just kind of tools. Yeah. They're, they're, they're weapons with the ability to basically think on their feet but not about anything deeper than should i kill it or not you know <laughs> is it heresy yes or no yeah it's, yeah. yeah if yes kill if no move on maybe kill <laughs> probably kill Pro- anyway. yeah no, probably yeah is it heresy no well probably kill it anyway so, so just out of curiosity i know like the blood angels like on the on the side when they're not busy like uh killing and maiming like they'll oftentimes like take up like another craft like uh, knitting? Fencing, knitting, macrame. Seriously? Um, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're painters. I mean, it's almost like it's like a piece of the, the Eldar uh, in their fluff. So, I mean, they actually take on like a civic thing. 
Um, and so they're supposed to be all like you know masters of their of, of huh. aesthetics. I didn't know. So that. I mean, I, I imagine they're all not that way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, you look at like Blood Angel Armor, and they you know they, they bother to put nipples on their stuff. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they have I guess if their armor, time. yeah, they have a lot of spare time <laughs> if their armors are putting nipples on their armor. So, but like, I mean, are there other things like that? That are, can you think of other chapters that have weird things the, that they do? I like, mean. The Dark Angels just have their I secrets. Okay. They just have their secrets. Just Honestly, that's what... That, yeah, they basically... They no. pass notes. They don't pass notes, because if you pass okay. notes, that's going to get you oh, killed. Because <laughs> heresy. Yeah, because of heresy, you know? Um, yeah, the Dark Angels, essentially what they do is that as you progress through the chapter... In their downtown. In their downtown, they, they tell stories. The oh, chaplains okay. tell stories, and the interrogated chaplains tell right, stories. Well, chaplains, yeah, but what about your regular Marines? No, that's, they listen to the stories being oh, told. Okay. And it's really what happens is that right. they, don't, they don't have, like... Other than just practicing their martial arts, that's what they do, and they and they're told these stories, and the stories are supposed to both enhance their devotion to the emperor, but also prepare them for the future when they go through the the chapter and they start to learn the secrets of the chapter bit by bit. It prepares them with these stories, so okay, it tell, they'll tell they'll tell stories about you know about betrayal. They'll tell stories about you know brother turning on brother. And the point is to make you think, you know, oh, well, I'd never do that. And then they come back later and just say, well, it happened in the, the, the past of our, you know, 10,000 years ago. I'm starting to see why Blood Angel Scouts are worse in combat than Dark Angel Scouts. Yeah. Because <laughs> like they were yeah. painting. You, yeah, you, you were busy, like, knitting, a, knitting an <laughs> yeah. Afghan, and our guys were just shooting things. <laughs> it looks really nice on the carpet. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> great. Hanging on the side of their battle cruiser, but <laughs> so. But love that war. With the like, obviously not by what you see on the tabletop, but in the the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe and the galaxy as a whole, Space Marines are an incredibly rare sight. Yeah. Uh, each chapter should only have a thousand guys. Uh, Phil's chapter has obviously gone through several thousand guys. Yeah. Uh, but when they arrive on the planet. Uh, a lot of the Imperial population have no clue. There's these drop pods and thunderhawks and ships fall from the sky, and these massive power-armored warriors walk out. Yeah, with their cold dyes, because that's what they just have, just, like, you know, the masks and stuff. That's why they wear those masks. It's just, like, well, it enhances, like, this vision of, of these godlike creatures descending from the sky. Outer space places. is cold. That's why they have cold eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, very, very good point. Cold. Yeah. They've also got cold arms and cold legs. Yeah. I, no snuggles. <laughs> no snuggles. No cold six toe. No well, you guys, <laughs> actually, the Blood Angels are probably fine. They've probably all, like, managed to knit themselves. Necro made a, a Snuggie. Pull the armor off. Yeah. It's really nicely. Right underneath tuned. there, they've got a nice Snuggie. Gosh, the masterwork is amazing. <laughs> but I imagine when the Space Marines job is very much a Robocop-esque kind of thing, where people will be like, oh, hey, baby, 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 and they just kind of pile one forward and just ignore everyone. Oh, yeah. I think something I've read as well is they don't necessarily fight to protect mankind. Oh, yeah. They, they'll fight to protect the ideals of mankind, but man is but not specific very humans. expendable. Oh, yeah. Actual human beings are not what they're there to defend. They're there to defend the Imperium and mankind as a whole. It's the macro. So, yeah. It's the macro. It's a larger vision. Very yeah. macro, not micro. They don't give a... You know, if they if they come to a planet and all it is is a minor, you know, if there's people dying, they don't care unless it looks like it may spread to the rest of the Imperium. And if it's going to spread against the rest of the Imperium, they will slaughter 
as many thousands of civilians as it takes to find and root out that one bit of heretical, you know, detritus. Well, what do you think is out. the tipping point between exterminatus or no? Like, like if you have this big populated world, it's like, eh, you could go down and invade and do a battle, or it could just blow up the planet. I think it's it comes down to them thinking whether or not whether or not they could manage to save a planet enough that it be, it's still useful to the Imperium, you know? So if they were going to go down and it was going to be years of war and it was going to leave the planet just unusable for the Imperium, they don't give a crap then and they'll just probably exterminate us and just wipe it off and then come back a thousand years later and see if the nuclear radiation is lower to a level that they can import a bunch of settlers to restart it all. But if they, if they can feasibly keep the mines operating or the forges operating or whatever it is that 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 planet's there for i think that's when they'll send in the marines to go in and just root out whatever bit of you know heresies going on there so i think you know i think it comes down to a you know whether or not the planet can still be useful or not you know and if it's not going to be useful they don't care about the civilian population they'll just exterminate us but if they think they can keep it producing what they need for the imperium they'll you know, they'll allow them to live as long as they're useful. Because that's what they are. It's just basically numbers on some kind of Ministorum checklist. They're, they're Microsoft Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, exactly. On their battle cruiser. Yeah. In the minds of some servitor that failed. So, I mean, there, there has to be some stories and talk and, and how the Imperium as a whole views the Space Marines. I mean, like, kind of whispers in the wind and stories. Oh, yeah other kind of things like that. What, what do you think are some kind of the stories that get passed around that are like of these mythical giant warriors in gleaming armor that come and just fucking murder everyone? Yeah. Because, honestly, it has to be pretty terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even if they just come... like gods when they oh, show yeah. up, first off. You know, yeah. Or like, you know, high lords. Yeah, exactly. Like your, your, your ninth company tactical bolt gun holding... Marine that's just started is still treated like the highest of the high when they they land down, you know, because they come down and they're they're space marines, they're Astartes, they're the the you know the badasses the badasses in the Imperium, you know, and I think until they actually see them, everyone treats them kind of like the boogeyman, you know, where moms might tell their children it's like if you don't eat your dinner, Astartes uh, is going to come down, you know, and take you away, you know, or you know. If you continue to do that, you know, the Astartes is going to come and they'll, you know, they'll kill you. It's like, you know, it's it's pretty brutal, but I think that's like, that's what they use is like, the, you know, these ghost stories. I love the imagery of the Astartes just being the boogeyman of the 40k universe. Yeah. And like, also it's like, I don't want to eat my Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you know, drop pod comes down, Marines come out and eat your Brussels sprouts for the Emperor. A bunch of kids looking in the bathroom mirror being like, Dark Angel. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Belial, Belial. No, 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 no. I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. But it's I, an understandable part. And like I said, the, the reason they are assholes, and it's it's an ownable asshole, is because they're a finite and limited resource. Yeah. There are billions of guardsmen they can send out to people uh, and get mown down first and have you know, all the kill bots hit their preset yeah. limits. Yeah. Uh, and then you send your Astartes in. Yeah. I know the uh, most recent campaign book they did for 40k with the Blood Angels and the Tyranids. 
was a very good example of that, where the, the Blood Angels were, you know, sending waves of Imperial Guardsmen to, to their deaths because there's only max a thousand Blood Angels, which you've got to think at times, they're probably a little under uh, because there, there's no way everyone can be fully staffed at the, the same time. Yeah. I remember reading a story, it was, uh, I think, one of the, the Space Marine Omnibus, and there was this one planet that was that was fighting, uh, I think it was, they were fighting orcs, and they were just getting slaughtered, this Imperial Guard were just getting slaughtered, and all of a sudden, these, uh, you know, these Astartes come in, and they had left the planet before, and they came back, and the, you know, the Imperial Guards were like, oh, thank God you came back, and you're going to save us, and, you know, this is wonderful, and they're like, sure, yeah, we're here to to help you that's what we're here for and they go out and what they were doing is they were coming back because they they got a psychic signal from a squad that they thought was dead that were underneath some rubble so they came and they dug them out and they they led a like a a, a charge of these of, of these guardsmen out against these orcs to get them to where they needed to be they excavated the bodies of most of the marines and they saved like one or two that happened like it had been months that they had just been gone into like their like their semi stasis level that they have a space range. Yeah, that. they have a gland for that. <laughs> yeah, there's a gland for that. Um, it used to be an app. Yeah, it used to be an app. Now it's a gland. Um, and you know they'd begun to the stasis and they managed to save a couple of them. And once they got them onto the ship, they were like, "All right, we'll see ya." And the guards were like, "What? What do you mean you could see ya? You just let us straight into the heart of these orcs and they're gonna slaughter us." And they're like, "Yeah, probably." And then they take off, and it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Dave's all right now, though. Yeah, yeah, but we got Dave, so we're good. So, anyway, have a good time. Bye. You know? It's like super dick moves, you know? And the, you know, like, the Grey Knights are, no one's supposed to know they exist. So anytime they work with any kind of guard unit, they either mindless, they either... one or two players that they ever turn Yeah, and exactly, the guards, Yeah. Whenever they work with any any kind of guard unit, they either wipe their brain or kill them. Whatever is easiest for them. They don't care because they just slaughter the people because you're not supposed to know it. So I know the, the Death Watch, when they go to places, they'll, you know, if there's civilians around, they just slaughter them because no, no one's supposed to know that they're, that they're working there, you know? And it's like this brutal, you know whispered secret of the universe that's also supposed to be their like the the greatest weapon of Imperium is that no one's supposed to really see them because if you see them you're probably fucked you know either because of the situation that they've been called for or because they're gonna fuck you over just trying to get take care of whatever they care about so yeah which is a great way you know to end in the life of a space marine is if you've seen them you're probably fucked yeah afterlife for a space marine, though. So you're a space marine, you know, you made it in the 10th company, you made it ninth all the way through, you know, second, got promoted to first, you're running on your brand new seat of Terminator armor, and then you get shot in the face mm-hmm. with, I'm guessing, a hundred scatter laser shots nowadays. Yeah, hundred scatter laser shots in your face, you can't make that many two plus saves. What are your options? You can left to die. They harvest your genes they make a new space marine. And your armor. And your armor. Because that's what they care about. They don't care about your body. You're dead now. So that doesn't make a difference. Yeah. And they can't just make that stuff. Or they harvest your armor and they take your little remains and they cram you into a suit of technical or dreadnought armor. Yeah. Dreadnought armor. Yeah. Which is... I think just the worst possible thing. Because here, okay. 
you have this giant asshole who spent hundreds of years of his life being an asshole, who now has just huge amounts of power to be an even bigger asshole. Yeah, and nothing else. Like, at that point, you're not even macrame in a, a sweater. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That yeah, they can't do that. Like, at that point, your whole job is you sleep when you're not killing things, and then they wake you up to kill things, and then put you back to sleep before, you know, till you kill things again. You know, that's the, that's the job of a dreadnought, and it's, you know, that's supposed to be the reward for centuries of service. It's like, Centuries well, more. Not, yeah, centuries more service. I remember reading one story where they were like, they were almost the, I mean, they were consul to the 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 um, uh, the captains and commanders and stuff like that. So they would, yeah. you know, they've been around since probably before most of the space marines. Yeah. Currently, and you know, like they'll seek counsel with them, like, hey, what do you think about this plan yeah. or whatever? So, I mean, I guess they get to talk a little bit. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, but there's like a weird like speaking spell device. Yeah, but on the on the rock, like. <laughs> On the rock, the string at the front, and the arrow goes around. Yeah, <laughs> dreadnought says, yeah. "Kill." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but in the on the rock, you know, the the dark angels. There's these two super veteran uh, dreadnoughts that have been with the dark angels from for a long, long time, and they're deep within the rock, guarding this gate to. I think it's eventually that leads back to the catacombs. That leads to where they've got. Uh, Luther and Lionel Johnson. Um, yes, yeah, so right in front of the Dunkin' Donuts. But they have these two, and they've been around so long that no one remembers what their names were. And they don't either. They've just been around for so long. Their whole job is to stand there and be the last line of defense in case, you know, intruders come. But yeah. Two dreadnoughts is a pretty shitty last line of defense. Well, I mean, if the way they get if they get popped as fast as mine do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, one lucky yeah. melt a shot and they're done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what they have is like down there. But they've been around so long that no one remembers the name. Could you imagine? It's like you've been doing this for so long, no one remembers who you are, but you're still just that's it. That's what you do. At all times, it's like I just imagine they're stupid guards or something, where their leg servos have stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> their, their leg servos stopped working five thousand years ago, and they've been too embarrassed to point it out since. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm guarding this door. <laughs> I, I want to see how they like stay entertained. I see with my robotic eye something brown. <laughs> Shh, is that rock over there? <laughs> it's, it's that same rock you've been seeing for the last hundred years. <laughs> I'm tired of this. <laughs> I just want them to be two people who hated each other as well. I was like, God, I hate you, Dave. Yeah. Why won't you love me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who farted? We can't fart. We're literally just a brainstem in a bucket. <laughs> when we're done with this, I dream of having a hamburger stand. What do you think? I have aspirations. I'm going to have a farm. One of, one of these <laughs> centuries. Numbers, one of these yeah. centuries. I'm gonna I now want to see you model a dreadnought in Deathwing colors with a straw hat. <laughs> <laughs> and like a, a pitchfork. Yeah. 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 Just power <laughs> hoe. Power hoe. I just thought power he was a top up. dollar hooker. Power hoe. Top dollar hookers. All right. <laughs> Space Marines. Yes, they are dicks, but they are bred that way. And to quote Team America, the world needs dicks. Or in this case, the galaxy needs dicks. It's true. They are the last line of defense because you only have so many billions of guardsmen that you can throw against the ravening hordes of tyranids and orcs. Eventually, sometimes you need some guys in power armor to come in and just do the job that they could have done from the beginning. Double tap. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. 
Let's hear from our new sponsor, Chocolate. We'll be right back. Man, ladies kept checking their drinks. Thanks, Bill Cosby. Hey, buddy. Have you tried Chocolate? It's a natural aphrodisiac that doesn't trigger any of the FBI's chemical tests. Wow. Thanks, guy. Where are you going? To the grocery store. Chocolate for that special lady that doesn't know she's special yet. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for another fabulous sponsor, Chocolate. Chocolate from NBR. It was supposed to have been fudge, to be honest with you, because milk, milk, lap. Oh, it's ruined. Yeah, now. it's ruined because it's ruined. of because yeah. of Jonathan. But now I'm giving you my so best NPR whisper. Whisper. Feel free talk. to contact us. Yeah, feel free to contact us. We don't have contact information just yet, but we will soon enough. That's what we've been promised. Engine Seer Ted will be... Engine Seer... Servitor Ted over here. Eat my own shit. Servitor Ted. So, but yeah, thanks very much. My mind. Thank you for spending your time with us talking about crap. Yeah. The hobby that we all love and enjoy, if you actually spent time listening to us, you really must love this like we do. So, thank you very much, everybody. I've been Phil... Ted. I've been John. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group to be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.